0: Epic Turn is a podcast about the hobby gaming industry and what we love or hate about, how it's evolving and changing, and other things that, as gamers, we're passionate about. Your host are Brian McLemore, that's me, and Tim Aldridge. Welcome as we take our next Epic Turn. Hi, Tim. How are you doing this week?
1: Oh, it's been an exhausting couple weeks, actually, for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, it's been a while since we've sat down and done this, hasn't it?
1: It has been way too long. That's the, that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if I
1: remember how. Well, Brad, I will, I will help you your guide. Is it like, is it like riding a bicycle? No, definitely not like riding a bicycle. <laughs> how about a tricycle? Oh no, it's more like driving a four wheeler.
0: I was thinking more like a unicycle actually.
1: Mm. Anyway, so. Slightly I mean-
0: comedic in how sad it is.
1: Uh, wait, sorry, what? i think i think it's just that we're sad in general mm, well <laughs> it is
0: the whole you know winter you got that whole you know needing more sunshine thing yeah <laughs> wishing you just hibernate and stuff having to go to work yes yes oh that def- <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
0: and and as we're recording this we're about to get ready to break for the holidays uh
1: that is actually why we're getting to get back on track, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say actually a, a, a ton tonight, I think. <laughs> but no, actually, but,
0: I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh, damn.
1: Actually. <laughs> but on a serious note. Um, You're
0: on the wrong show for a serious note.
1: I know. Okay, fine. On topic note? Uh, but no, Wait, we have a topic? Yes, we do.
0: Okay, what's that topic?
1: I was actually going to talk about that. So, you know, the actually, yeah actually um so, gonna, so okay
0: <laughs> drinking game time
1: no so i spent the last couple days uh building new bookshelves because my old ones that you know i've had for the past couple of years finally just broke they mm. shattered shelves tumbled everywhere you oh, know no. waking up one morning and finding your whole rpg collection all over the floor is never a good thing
0: oh so so is that why you said you were almost done with this shelf earlier when i sent you a message
1: Yes, okay. <laughs> I've been I've been assembling two brand new bookshelves. Okay, oh, well,
0: cool. I, I did not know this. You see, you don't tell me anything anymore.
1: Well, you know,
0: just like you, happens, you, you still haven't told me the topic of the show.
1: I know. <laughs> so no, it goes along with that. So you know, when I looked when I was looking at all the RPGs that were scattered across the floor, a lot of them were gifts. Tons of them were gifts. Uh, some of them I bought for myself, and you know my topic for this episode and since we are getting near the holiday season and, well, um, just, and by near we mean smack dab in the middle of it and yeah sh- by the time you hear this episode <laughs> you only got a couple more days to do your shopping <laughs> like one one more day two actually three because this will air saturday you have saturday sunday monday tuesday so you actually have four days
0: and it's not gonna air until sunday probably
1: Oh, then three days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. With yeah, yeah.
1: that being said, is that so? You know, I want to think about gifts, and you know, during the holiday season, I, I find it to be a very rewarding experience to to give the gift to give a gift. Obviously, most people, but when it comes to you know gamers and hobby gamers, sometimes that can be a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. And also, I may or may not be listening to Christmas carols. So, I think uh, tonight's topic is going to be. The 12 Days of Epic Turn. Um The what? The 12 Days of Epic Turn.
0: I thought we were going to do like the, the 12 Epic Turns of Christmas or something.
1: Whatever. It's <laughs> something like that. 12 something somethings of Epic Turn or 12 something Epic Turns of Christmas or 12 somethings of Epic Turn of holiday season gifts. Whichever yeah. you guys want to go with. Yeah, It's like Mad Libs. Just fill in the blank. Seven
0: Crazy Turns of Hanukkah? I don't know
1: yeah uh, i can take that too okay that's good (laughs) (laughs) so i wanted to talk you know i figured we could each go back and forth okay and talk about you know what we feel is probably some of the good like some of the best gifts to give people and in certain situations like i figure we could just start at the top and i'll pick a genre okay and we'll each give a suggestion Hmm. Okay, we can give it a shot.
0: Worst case, this will be hilarious at our unpreparedness.
1: I know, right? It's, it's like,
0: please, pause, why? Please, search for an idea for that category.
1: <laughs> so, on the twelfth day of epic turn, oh the dice <laughs> random for me. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> oh,
0: I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> the dice <laughs> random for me. <laughs> Quarriers and all its expansions
0: oh I'm so sorry for you <laughs> I'm so so sorry
1: the theme is dice based
0: games <clears throat> okay well Quarriors happens to be the only dice based game that I know
1: <laughs> you're forgetting about the other one then yeah Kingsburg <laughs> oh okay yeah Kingsburg there you go so, so Brian let me try this again so on the 12th day, <laughs> every turn the dice random to me warriors
0: are you, you're not going to finish
1: the, the, and all its expansions
0: okay okay so i guess the dice random for me kingsburg
1: there you go okay listeners <laughs> so, i'm so so sorry so the reason uh, i want to start with dice <laughs> games because i just literally pulled out of my head was um, both. Uh, games i'm not sure that too. was out of your head Ish. Like, <laughs> uh is that you know both of them have solved a different you know present two different flavors of dice based games mm-hmm. you have couriers which is i think a really good kids game yeah i, can I think see it's it. excellent for for kids because it's, it's just a lot of dice rolling you can have a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. um, uh, admittedly
0: when we played we were laughing half the time
1: yes so right. uh,
0: it's it's still entertaining i think
1: right so i and, and plus you can also get it on your ipad now so oh really Yes, it it came out for iPad I want to say last week. Huh. Or no, this week actually. So Okay. You can actually it was actually I told you I'm going to say actually a lot. So So in all <laughs> actuality <laughs> What ca- do you think I- of Coyas? <laughs> I've caught myself like eight times doing
0: this today. Um, so, <laughs> I think I've caught you doing it eight times in the last 10 minutes. Probably. Actually, so, it was more like seven minutes. Um,
1: actually, it was like
0: five minutes. Yes.
1: No, but, uh, so <laughs> Courier solves that, that great problem where, you know, not great problem. It solves that that niche for rolling a ton of dice because as gamers, I, I mean, even myself, I love rolling dice. And Courier's definitely satisfied me on that on, in that front. And on the flip side, you have Kingsburg, which is just an awesome, weird, you know, craps, crapshoot dice game. Okay. Okay.
0: So it does borrow a lot from craps and the fact you roll 2d6, but it does kind of remind me of you playing the odds a little bit. I don't know how, have we had an episode where we talked much about Kingsburg?
1: No, we haven't. We'll have to, we'll have to. Well, I think we're about to talk about it.
0: Us. I think we're about to talk about it for about five minutes here. I mean, you know, it's it has a lot of strategy built into it. I really enjoy the the general mechanic. Everyone around the board rolls some d sixes, and you can. There are ways to get more. Than two, what do you do? You roll three by default.
1: Yeah, three d six, and then you can get more via different.
0: Yeah, there's ways
1: to get to extra dice here and there, and, depending on what buildings you yeah. build.
0: But there's a whole like control element with a denial where you're placing your dice to block the selection. Cause there's one through 18 and if you place it, no one else can place it Yep, and art will claim it with your dice. But so if you roll three sixes, you can claim the six spot with one of them. You can claim the 12 spot with two, or you can claim the 18 spot with all three and they have different values and they do different things in the game. And it's just, it's a lot of fun it's very strategic and uh, has a lot of randomness built in, but it's still a lot of fun because even with bad roles, quote unquote, you can still do pretty well in the game.
1: Very much so. And don't forget it. It also has uh, an expansion. Does it? Yes, it does. Oh, that's right. We have it now. Yes. Yeah. We have played that.
0: And <laughs> you know, there, there's like a, a building aspect to the game where you have to, you can build these various buildings, to give you different effects. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the I, I really enjoyed the buildings from the expansion.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I I really thought it was I liked the expansion. I thought it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I
0: well mean, and that was that was what I remember enjoying about it so much because all of a sudden you guys looked over at me and I was like, You're doing what with what?
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, listen to me, combo mechanic. <laughs> it w was a great word. mechanic. I can't even <laughs> remember what it was, but it was awesome. I forgot, but you were you were able to crank out so many victory uh, uh, so points. much yeah. – uh, 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 well, different minerals that it yeah just, i was just, it just got
0: constantly insane. trading back and forth resources and getting tons of victory points as a result and i was always able to buy my way out of the fight at the end of the year it was pretty cool
1: well at, the funny part was that that final the final season the the first time we played the expansion you barely made it out you made it out like you got that one point just at the right moment i was like <laughs> come on
0: come on well uh, out of all the times that you've pulled stuff like that i, I can take that one with pride well, true. I don't know. Even if you hadn't, I'd still take it. But you know.
1: <laughs> Always trying to one up me, Brian. That time I did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually you did.
0: <laughs> oh, I'd so, be so drunk already.
1: Oh ah. anyway, so
0: <laughs> on holiday cheer.
1: <laughs> on the eleventh day of Epic Turn. Oh
0: God, what are we doing this time?
1: My my friend sat down to Cars Against Humanity.
0: Mm i have no idea where you're going with this one
1: party games
0: oh we already had that
1: episode (laughs) doesn't matter it's about gift giving like what is a good gift to gift people
0: oh okay well cards against humanity makes a pretty good gift especially for people that are not serious gamers
1: yes it's a good gateway drug i mean gateway game i mean gateway oh crap
0: yeah yeah actually it is a drug (laughs) it's kind of like paper crack especially with this whole 12 days of holiday bs they're doing
1: Oh, I love it! It's so yeah, awesome.
0: <laughs> I love the honestly. I think my favorite part's been the videos that they put up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, kids, don't go listen to them. Okay, just don't. No,
0: yeah, do not uh, go to like,
1: HolidayBS.com and watch these videos. We're telling you not to. Yeah, I, well,
0: I, and I hate to see what happens if you actually went to holiday letter b letter s. <laughs> dot com. For the record, for those of you who do want to go to them, it, it, it's actually spelled out. Um <laughs> i don't even want to type it in to find out i'd probably yeah
1: (laughs) anyway so moving on
0: from that um okay what's well what's mine
1: i don't know that's the whole point is i start one and then you have to give your suggestion
0: okay so well okay now that i know what the topic is for the second category (laughs) party games honestly i would probably give red dragon in
1: Yes, I mean it's our yeah. top one and two and it for game for non-serious gamers go with cards against humanity. Actually, even
0: non-serious gamers can get into cards or get into red dragon because the rules are simple mm-hmm. and it's just really well done, I think. And it, let's face it, you give them you, you give them a a pint and a shot glass and you tell them to play the drinking game version and they're going to have a great time. They may not remember the end of it, but they're going to have a great time.
1: This makes for great family photo moments. Both cards against humanity and <laughs> Red Dragon in the drinking version. <laughs> it's the it's the kind of extended family you don't take
0: home to meet your actual parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or it's when you play with all your cousins and nephews and nieces and yeah, yeah you, the people you, know, you grew you up with, right? Them. Yeah, you'll only have to see them once a year. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Depending on your
0: family, they may not come back after the next year, which may be just what you want.
1: Mm.
0: hmm (laughs) so we're metagaming that strategy a little bit
1: completely metagaming okay 10th day of christmas mm -hmm. oh god i stabbed my friend in the back with resistance
0: hmm really so i kind of get what you're going for there but i would not pick resistance as a stab in the back game
1: it's a it's a trader game. It's not. A, we're not going for screw your neighbor. We're going for trader games. And resistance is one of the best trader games on the market right now.
0: See, I still consider it to be much better party game than just trader game in general.
1: It's because we we really haven't sat down as a group to play some of the advanced rules or play Coop or Avalon or the the various the variations of resistance.
0: <laughs> OK, that that might be fair. That might be fair.
1: It's it's again, it's a great trader mm-hmm. game, And I feel that it is a gift that keeps on giving i actually bought it for two of my brothers this year very nice very nice just because they need that like quick and dirty version of Battlestar galactica <laughs>
0: <laughs> and given the whole like mythos or uh, storyline fluff behind it, it it really is Battlestar galactica
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh let's see if i had to pick a good stab you in the back twist the dagger kind of game it's gonna be cutthroat caverns
1: okay all right. uh, I think
0: this has been, at least here in recent time, you know, you have other great ones like Munchkin and all these other ones. But um, Cuthbert Caverns really captures the essence of I'm going to get you to help me just enough that I'm going to twist the dagger in your back right before I win. Right. uh um, I'm
1: going to feed you to the dragon and get away with all the loot.
0: Yeah. More so than you would have in a Munchkin game. <laughs> uh, and
1: it, 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 Unlike
0: Munchkin, Munchkin can be very siloed. Right where Cutthroat Caverns, you're forced to cooperate with the other players. If you don't, you're all gonna die. And Fair I think I, I think that's a really really clever uh, aspect. It's like it's you're forced to group, but only one of you can win. And I, I really like that. And um, if I gotta it, admit I
1: had a lot of fun with it as well. Yeah, was, now, and I think it's amazing.
0: Oh, it really is. And and you weren't there for the night where we played the storyline version,
1: but no, it was like was. it was
0: it was like a two and a half hour long D and D adventure. And even the storyline stabs the party in the back. Hmm. I mean, you know, like I get behind uh, those. Yeah. I mean, you're you're sitting there and you're you think you're doing good and you're doing all this other stuff. And then I'm not going to spoil it. But at the very end, everything you thought you knew about the story, Mm -hmm. just yeah, it twisted it. And it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you this kind of moment. And you're you're just left with your hands up in the air. It's like, oh, crap, that was awesome.
1: Awesome. I, I can't wait to play it. It's it's actually on the list for when I get back to to really sit down and mm-hmm. enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And and they have like four or five storylines now. Oh so
0: awesome. we have we have ones that none of us have played to play through again. And I would even play through that one again, even though I know all the tricks about it now, just because it was that good.
1: Oh don't don't say you know the tricks, I'll be like, no, we, we can never play that game now. Well we, you have we just,
0: to, you have to play that one because it's that good.
1: I'm sorry, I'm just not going to. <laughs>
0: like, well, OK, I don't know all the tricks because we didn't because it, it is a, a very much like a choose your own adventure style thing. Mm-hmm. You get to these forks on the road and depending on which fork you go, the story goes in different directions. And you have to kind of decide as a party or individuals that do certain action or do certain actions get to decide. Are there some there are some spots where it's like there is a left and a right corridor. Which way do you go? And each each party member gets to choose. Okay. And, um, and Fair you, enough. and you end up meeting back up later, but stuff happens to you depending on which path you take. So I, I don't know all of the choices, but I know several of them and all the stuff that we encountered and it's, okay. it's
1: pretty cool. No, I think, I think it's a really good gift for the type of people that love, the type mm-hmm. of people that love playing those, again, the trader games yeah, or the stabby in the back games No, that love a thematic mm-hmm. presentation of it.
0: Now the only thing I will say say that's bad for it, and this has nothing to do with the game, okay, is that to really get the most out of it, you need all the expansions.
1: Yeah the the investment into the game is a little high, but yeah. you know what? It's Christmas and mm. just give someone the gift that's awesome of one hundred and thirty five dollars.
0: Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's, it's something around hundred bucks, give or take me how give a discount you can get, and if you. You know, it's like the main one plus four expansions and two storybooks and all this other <laughs> stuff. And and if you unbox it all this first time, like we did, and we just threw it all together. We we looked at it and like, holy crap, there's a lot of pieces here.
1: <laughs> it's like I, opening any game like uh, Twilight Imperium Eclipse, oh, anything like in that. In
0: some ways it's worse because you it isn't obvious how they all fit together because in most games you're not even gonna use most of the tokens. Oh, because, no. because most of the tokens are dependent on certain mobs showing up. Mm. Are you running cert, certain like the, the scenario, the books that ship with the scenarios come with the tokens for that scenario? Mm. And unless you play that scenario, you're you're not ever gonna touch those cards. Are those uh, tokens. And so interesting. I would suggest for people who play, get all the expansions and introduce one at a time. It will save you sanity.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I mean, I will say, like, I, I I never got to bust open the game. But from looking at the just the size of it, mm-hmm. yes, get all the expansions. It's worth it. Yeah. And then do yourself a favor. Go on down to Joanne Fabrics, Hobby Lobby, Michael's, whatever you got. In well, your no, ear. no, no. You don't no? need that for this game. Oh, so. And the reason is, is because
0: they did something absolutely amazing with one of the most recent. I think it's the most recent expansion. Mm -hmm. It comes with this battle box and it it actually fits every card, every rule book and every token in it. Oh, Um, that's a that's an
1: awesome thing. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: it it all fits in there amazingly well. And it doesn't you don't have a nice organization system for all the tokens, but Mm -hmm. you'd be talking about 30 or 40 fabric boxes. In order to gotcha. try to sort them all out anyway, which you're not going to want to do. That's just, it's, yeah. it's just too many different kinds of tokens. So it's just one big giant pool in there and you have to kind of dig your way through it, which eh, not the best, but there's no way to organize it sanely without just having a huge area taken up.
1: Okay. Well, so again, for trader games, the resistance, if you want something that's very casual and fun and fast paced or cutthroat caverns for that really awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, stabbing your friend in the back repeatedly until he's dead and then some resurrecting him and then killing him again that happened one game (laughs) 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 awesome so on the ninth day of epic turn i gave my friend some school teachers from miskatonic school for the girls
0: are we doing card
1: builders we are doing deck builder. Deck yeah, deck builder. So I say Miskatonic School for the girls because it is a reverse deck builder, which is very unique. Well, it has both it forward does and have reverse, both, but it's, and we it's talked a, about it
0: in some earlier episodes. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. more depth, but
1: yeah, you build your own deck, and then you also build your opponent's deck by giving them evil stuff. Yeah, it's like here, have,
0: have this good. card that you don't want. You yeah. want
1: to, draw, and you don't want to draw it on your turn either. Good luck. No, no yeah. um, so. Yeah, that is a
0: a great, great card builder. I really do enjoy it. Um, I think it's one of the best card builders um, that we've had lately. So good good choice.
1: Yeah, the only downside I find to it, there's only one. Mm. It only does four players. Yeah. That is its downside, yet, yet. I think it is a, everything else, mechanics, balance, uh, just, like, you come down to the wire uh, type of games where there's there's none of that oh i am just beating the crap out of you from start to finish Mm -hmm. is that you can always come back it seems miskatonic like it is by far for me that is the gift if for my deck building friends that is the gift they would get
0: yeah i'm trying to think of a deck builder i'd recommend And everything i would like really jump to in my head that i would want to recommend isn't actually a deck builder
1: well that's the topic so i mean that's the category for this one good luck
0: do I take a look at the damn shelf? <laughs> oh, come on. You can't think of a
1: deck builder? Come on, Brian. No,
0: I can think of them, but I'm talking about ones I would recommend for people to really get.
1: Okay. You know, I mean. <sighs> I mean, we already, we, you and I, we, one day we were going to you know what?
0: have the. I, 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 I think I know now. Okay. Trains.
1: Trains is technically a deck builder.
0: It is also a resource man- or area control resource management, management
1: game. Yes, but it is a deck builder.
0: Yes. And uh, I think because of the blended genres, it's one that still holds my interest. I've, you know, we've had the discussion about how, despite our love for certain deck builders, they really lost what, ca- what caught us. I agree. Um, and some of the other deck builders that we've enjoyed just didn't have a good staying power.
1: It's not that, the, it, I, I wouldn't say it's just not staying power it's just for specifically for you and myself Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we find a formula inside the game and usually we can exploit that formula or we find ways or we know the that once one person starts down this route there's no real way to disrupt them or basically we find all the the, (laughs) the exploitable parts of the deck builders yeah and it it does for us it might not be as fun but
0: um, yeah, I mean, there's I, a lot of other you know good games and I recommend people to get them. But if you had one that I think is going to have more staying power, trains is probably it. I mean there's probably I I th- there's a lot of different kinds of cards and the randomized and the randomizer rules are really good, I think. Um, yes. so the th- the handful of games we've played, none of them have really turned out the same way over and over again.
1: Yeah, I mean the only downside to trains. Okay. I, I always like I always like presenting it to because, you know, th- there's people mm-hmm. that, you know, they buy a game thinking It's going to be good for a certain amount of people when it's not. Yeah. Trains is not really good for two people.
0: I will totally back you up on that one. We played a two player game, me and you, and it was fun. Yes. But the resource management board contention part of the game didn't really exist until the very, very end.
1: Yeah. We were able to kind of be on opposite sides of the board. No big deal. Mm-hmm. you left me alone I left you alone sometimes I, I i took cards I knew you were trying to build up on but that was very rare
0: yeah and you know it, we still had a good game but at that point it was really much much more of a pure deck builder mm-hmm. um which not saying it was a bad thing because i it, it no, is an excellent a- deck builder um, yeah. by itself in its own is, way oh, sorry I was <laughs> just saying you know it, it in its own right it's an excellent deck builder
1: yeah, yeah. i mean it, it it truly is a good mix of the genres but it's base mechanic it seems yeah is is deck building because you have to build the ability to keep your flow of you know mm-hmm. building new tracks and going to new hubs. It, it honestly, it's it's really good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now and comparing it though, I mean, like with um, the the style of board contention and resource management it pulls in is very a la power grid to me.
1: You know, I thought the same thing when we were playing.
0: Yeah, I mean. I it really feels that. a lot.
1: Yeah, it, it, we, one day
0: we'll have to sit down and really, we'll have to sit down and have a math episode where we talk about power grid.
1: But oh my! <laughs> oh, my. Yes,
0: this episode complete with the whiteboard drawings. No, um,
1: <laughs> that might be one where we actually have to do that with a camera. Like, okay. Here's how this PowerPoint. Anyway, yeah. You- anyway, but, thing, so
0: about trains. <laughs> yes. Complete with power grids and spreadsheets. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, it's very, very, I'll, you know, like I said, inspired by power grid, in my opinion, the, this is the general board control and in power grid, the board size scales by the number of players, which I think is what trains is missing.
1: Yes. Um,
0: I definitely think so. If a third of the board had disappeared because it was only a two player game, It would have been amazing.
1: We would have been in a completely different. Yeah. Now, a a three
0: player game, you get heavy board contention Four player game. We haven't actually sat down for one of those yet. I can only imagine that you're going to be fighting tooth and nail over every bit and piece of it. And uh, that sounds pretty awesome to me.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about doing that one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, we need to start again, keeping a
0: list of like game situations we want to play, and then present it to the group when we get together. I it's agree. like we want to do one of these. Help us,
1: help us! Oh, come on, it's just like how we did Spartacus.
0: Yes, yes. Well, okay. well, we still need to do the six-player Spartacus now. No, <laughs> starting from one, six players, eight hours long. Let's do it. Let's All skip. we need is like a tornado, to knock out the power for four days, so we don't feel bad about it.
1: Oh, that's true. Okay. If that ever happens, I'd be okay. You better be
0: because there won't be anything else to do.
1: (laughs) This is also true. Uh, So, that was so for again, for the ninth day of Epic Turn Mm -hmm. for deck builders, Miskatana School for the girls for a a unique new spin on deck builders and trains for an awesome,
0: unique new spin on deck builders.
1: Builders. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, they're, they're,
0: they're both very unique games in different ways.
1: And they are, they are. Awesome. Just mm-hmm. get them, try them out.
0: Now, oh, uh, awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat something here that I really don't like about um, about Miskatonic. Uh-oh. You were supposed to do that while we were talking. Anyway, go ahead. Well, we're still in the day. I'm not backtracking <laughs> too far. I'm not going to have to go edit this in. And if I had to, I wouldn't do it anyway. I know.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, okay, right. so the thing that drives me nuts about Miskatonic is it doesn't fit in its box at all. once you sleeve it yeah like like we have it sitting in a small magic deck box with the game board stacked on top of it which is a shame because the artwork on the box is so great that would be a great game for people to do like uh the the wood inserts for the box and hope trying to get it to fit back in
1: that would be awesome
0: i I would love that i i would pay money for that one because it makes me so sad that that game cannot go in its box anymore
1: Listen, Kickstarter peoples. Please. Epic Turner is willing to give you money. Hey, money. You can come on the show. You can sell your stuff. Come on.
0: Just give
1: me the thing.
0: <laughs> anyway. Make
1: the things. Make- All the things.
0: Uh, much things. Yes. <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, anyway.
0: Okay. I'm done. Uh, that was a good episode, man
1: that no, was great All right. yeah. Good night, yeah, we only need four days yes after that you're that's gonna get that's gonna give you plenty enough time to get through your weekend so yeah okay
0: anyway back to the show
1: back to the show so on the eighth day of epic term
0: okay
1: <clears throat> oh wow well, oh sorry so on the eighth day of epic term, I gave my friends war machine. I gave
0: them hordes.
1: There you go. See that? <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, miniature games though. Yeah. Uh, well, War- Hordes is actually Hordes? the
0: first one Is the first one I've played.
1: Right. So I'll let you take Warma Hordes. Okay. So I'll, I- I'll, I'll, I'll hand off to you to explain why you should get your friends into Warma Hordes. Okay. So, and then I'll take, a, I'll take a secondary one in.
0: Well, actually, I'm going to let you go first because I'm going to compare and contrast it to whatever it is you choose.
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs> wow, that's, that's not very nice, Brian. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, I choose Super Dungeon Explorer.
0: Forget it. I'm not be able to compare and contrast that at all. I don't know anything about that one
1: yes all right so the reason each of these are a little bit different so okay you start with yours and
0: i'll, I'll say what i know about my limited experience with warm. War, war, i hate that word war, war machines war and hordes,
1: <laughs> hordes. <laughs> so super dungeon explorer came out i want to say it's like i'm gonna say a bad
0: year. word when i say that
1: yeah, it was last <laughs> year we, i actually got to try a demo of it out at mm-hmm. gen con okay and it is a uh, miniature game you, <clears> buy, <throat> you get all the mentors, you glue mm-hmm. them together now you can not paint them. Where really? Where's the fun in that? But so it's a paints. dungeon explore type of game. Okay. It's where you explore dungeons and you defeat big monsters and it's it is not in the miniatures line of like what Warm Horse is, which is a skirmishing style. Right. This is more of a board game with that has miniatures, but in the in a actual miniature sense, because you have like stat cards and everything. Mm-hmm. So. For a miniature game, I absolutely love Super Dungeon Explorer. I liked what they did with it. The miniature quality is really good. It's mm. from Cool Mini or No Cool Mini or Not and okay. Soda Pop. Uh, they, I mean, they have whole lines from. Uh, they have their new one, Relic Knights, and uh, let's see Relic Knights. I think Dark Age and a whole bunch of ones. There's always the ones in the middle of Gen Con floor that we always stop at. Yeah, uh, really good stuff. Okay. It's a fun dungeon esque, hmm. you know, dungeon explorer. So it's
0: is it kind of like cavern uh cutthroat caverns, but with miniatures? No. Oh.
1: More like um I'm trying to find if a think of a good comparison. Uh let's see. Uh I think um Okay, we'll just scrap Super Dungeon Explorer for mine, and I got one that you can actually compare it to. No, no, no! Don't scrap it. If it's
0: your pick, man, it's your pick. Right, it's my pick. Okay, then I want to
1: keep it. <laughs> it's your pick. It's your pick. No, I mean it's really good. I, I find it to be like I said. I think I think it's a really good game. Um, Definitely. Yeah, i'm just gonna leave it as that <laughs> it's, okay it's it's, it's, a, it's a unique miniature game that was yeah. very no, it, fun-
0: it sounds like it's really cool and i guess it doesn't have the back savvy parts of cutthroat caverns but it's a dungeon crawler where you're playing a mech or not a mech but a, a miniature instead of just having a character sheet yeah okay
1: that sounds pretty cool handing off to you for warm Hordes. oh okay
0: you cut out for a second there mm. oh, yeah. sorry
1: it might be the connection
0: yeah 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 Skype has been so bad lately Uh, listen to any podcast that you want. Skype has been bad lately across the board.
1: Oh, think about it. No, Brian, I got it. Sorry. Think about like hero quest. One person's the GM. I had a bad
0: flashback. What?
1: Sorry. Like, think about it. Like I I, just (laughs) hit me. Sorry. One person's like the GM and everybody Mm -hmm. else is playing the, um, the, the, the fantasy people coming through the dungeon.
0: Okay. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds like it could be pretty neat. Uh, so I got involved in Hordes of War Machine in the last few weeks, actually. Uh, so I I'm don't sorry. have a lot of, like, deep insight into it necessarily, but I have been really enjoying it. Um, I always saw people playing, like, 40K and other Warhammer games. Uh, games Workshop, please don't sue me for saying that word. Um, uh, we didn't say that word. Yeah, it's going to be bleeped out in the final It's going to be bleeped. Day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and they there was a couple of major things that always kind of pushed me away from the from those games which I, I guess you would say that warhammer is really like the pinnacle of the genre for a long time you know it was it's the gold standard
1: it is the gold standard 40k i mean for most for most of my life mm-hmm. all i saw my friends spending all their disposable income on and some <laughs> that was not disposable yes, was on 40k or fantasy yeah well and it's 40k of some
0: flavor yeah.
1: yeah. and Well, no, well, it would be
0: a warhammer well, War of some flavor, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I said, I never played it. And part of the reason why I avoid it was, you know, being a young guy in high school and college, I didn't have enough disposable income to feel like I could even field the smallest army. Um, I mean, right. Yeah. Well, I did expect, well, I definitely couldn't support both. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that kind of always kind of scared me off a little bit. You know, I saw all these great detailed miniatures. I didn't have the stuff set up to be able to paint. I'm, I can't, I can't draw to save my life. You know, it takes, you ask me to draw a square box. It's going to come out round. Um, <laughs> it really will. Um, so, you know, I never got a chance to really involve myself into those. I think I played like one game with somebody else's army like 10 years ago. Um, now I'm in a much different stage of my life, and I, I decided to give it a shot. The things I like about this one, though, is it doesn't seem like it's quite as much of a cost sink and a money grab as many times as what I've seen in other games. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I've seen from the from the, the 40k and the Warhammer stuff. Where it's like you have to buy six different kits to get one complete model, kind of thing. Um, that might be exaggeration, but. Um, Might be a little bit. Okay, it's probably only two kits, maybe three.
1: <laughs> what for forty uh, k? Yeah. No, it's a lot more. <laughs> it's a lot more, buddy.
0: Yeah. So I, I like the fact that the rules seem to be a little bit stri- more streamlined than what I've seen in in uh, in forty k and, and fantasy. Um, I like the fact that you filled fewer units, uh, even in a large army. Um, like I was looking at most of the twenty-five point circle list, are only like five, uh, you know, five, four to five uh, models.
1: Right. Well, and, well, except for troops. Troops are always it's just basically a box. You should just box or blisters.
0: No, 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 no. The the literally the four, the most twenty-five point uh, circle uh, circle bros armies mm-hmm. are like four to five miniatures. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um. One of them is your gargantuan, but it's four oh, to five miniatures. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's the Gargantuan, uh, Baldar, and like two or three others, depending on which ones you grab. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, his stuff makes constructs broken, and the Gargantuan's already kind of broken to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you awesome. want to be able to just power attack without even having to force it at all? Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Anyway... I really have been enjoying it. I've gotten into the painting for the first time in my life, which has been a lot of fun. I spent like four hours last night painting one, you know, 50 millimeter base uh, model. And that was, I I had a blast. So,
1: yeah. So for Mentor Games, Super Dungeon Explorer and Warma Hordes.
0: Yes. Warma Hordes if you want to skirmish.
1: Yep. Super Dungeon Explorer if you want to just push minis through a dungeon to have some fun.
0: Mm -hmm. that being said I really need to I really feel like there's so many rules in, in Warmer Hordes that we're not doing right yet
1: Oh, that's that's anytime you're learning a miniature game, that's just what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, I found a cheat sheet that was four pages long, and I'm like, that's not a cheat sheet. That's a manual.
1: No, that is a cheat sheet. <laughs> let me let me hand you the six different rule books and, and uh, all the expansions. I have
0: two war books already, and um, I love the flavor the- text and the fluff and everything. If you're, if you're looking for a world with a nice, rich lore, I love uh, what I've seen so far with of Horns and the Iron Kingdoms.
1: Oh, the Iron Kingdoms is great. Yeah. Uh, really outstanding uh, fluff. Always loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, we know you wow. love your fluffing.
1: Hey, 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 hey. But anyway, uh, so but anyway, that was day eight. That was day eight. Yes. Wow, we're not even halfway done. Oh boy. So on the <laughs> seventh day. On the seventh
2: term, day of the turn. <laughs>
1: I protected all my cards with dragon shields. Really? Gaming supplies. It's a very important thing to, <laughs> to give people. And for me, one of the things that I prize above all else is sleeping cards mm-hmm. and keeping my board games in, you know, very good condition. Yeah. So for me, you know, and I have other friends that are like that, I I would give them a case of dragon shields. I would I,
0: I would that would be a present I would actually really enjoy to receive because I have about six games right now that need to be sleeved. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, sleeves are I think the single biggest thing you can do to protect the longevity of your games. I mean Agreed. there's not much else you can really say. Now there is two options I'm thinking of for the flip side of that. Okay. I think, mm, mm, mm. okay, both are important, and I'm just gonna say you should put both of them in a gift bag.
1: Okay, uh, let's let's hear them. One of them. So so, our, so wait wait this is gonna be the epic turn stocking stuffer. Yeah,
0: this is the gift bag. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: dragon shields. Dragon shields. Okay.
0: A uh, a, a a bead case. From uh, you know, one of the little multi-partment bead cases from Michaels, you can get them for like two dollars and seventy cents.
1: Yeah, you can get those, or you can also use um, they have what's called a thread case. Thread yeah. cases are also so basically any of the plastic mm-hmm. uh, divider cases. Boxes. Yeah,
0: yes. these are great for games with a lot of tokens because you can divide them up and it makes setup and tear down so much faster and cleaner. Yes. Um, Agreed. so you need one of those. Mm-hmm. You need your dragon shields. Okay. And you need a small bottle bottle of crown black.
1: A small bottle of Crown Black so it can turn into a dice bag afterwards. Absolutely. So there you go. You put all that in a stocking and you're going to have a very happy gamer. Listen up. Listen up, local game stores. Mm -hmm.
0: And and parents are getting it for your kids. You can keep the bottle. Just give them the dice bag.
1: Exactly. And then on top of that, because we are talking about gaming supplies, fill that Crown Royal bag with dice. Yeah. Grab a grab a pound of dice from good old Chessex.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the way to seed your collection.
1: And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There is your seventh day, the Epic Turn gift bag.
0: Yeah, that was, was pretty. Start- that was a pretty good gift bag.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty good. If if I gave that to any of the guys in our group, it, it'd just be. Like,
0: they, they, yeah, you, you, you would. you you'd have actually, to. You'd have to keep the bottle in that. And if you gave it to any of the guys in our group, yeah, that's true. So
1: <laughs> if it was any of the, if it was any females in our group, they, I'd just give them the whole bag. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. With our group, I'd have to hide the, the crown.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. They, 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 they would want it.
1: What are you talking about? There was never any crown. Yeah,
0: I don't know what happened. Um, there's an empty bottle in there. Um, there was just it came empty. I don't know what happened.
1: Yeah, it's, the seal was broken. It's filled with ecto cooler. <laughs>
0: That's for <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't think they would turn that one down either.
1: Anyway, anyway so, so
0: that's day seven,
1: day seven, the, so the gift that
0: the, keeps on giving
1: <laughs> the gift of supplies to help you, your game survive.
0: And, and with some of the rule books we've read, you definitely need the crown to make your way through it.
1: Only some. <laughs> So on the sixth day, epic turn, I had six pounding headaches from playing games like Go.
0: Okay, I've never played Go, but I, I'm familiar with the theory.
1: Okay, the, the, or, or do you get what the, the the category is? No, abstract games. Abstract games.
0: That's too. Uh, yeah, you, you don't get the meta man
1: what that's come on it's a good category you have great games (coughs) in there like go is the classic like i feel that go is a game everyone should should play i mean
0: go is just like a, a souped
1: up version of chess isn't it no oh no no go is really easy to learn but extremely hard to master because there's a there it's almost it's a big game of capture like territory capture, but unlike chess that has a finite number of moves, Mm -hmm. right? There's, uh, there's unlimited, uh, well, it's not unlimited possibilities, but on 19 by 19 by 19 board, those games can last hours upon hours upon hours.
0: So like Monopoly.
1: No, don't go to Monopoly. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm sorry. On the sixth (laughs) day of turn, my co-host died. Oh, well guys, it's been fun. Peace. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you, you have really good games like um Suro's an abstract game which is a lot of fun.
0: <sighs> That's just a casual game if you ask me.
1: It in my opinion it's very abstract cuz there is no there there is no such thing as strategy in Go, it's all strategy.
0: It's like seven layers of strategy built on top of each other with hanging fruit and vines.
1: I don't remember there being any fruit in Go
0: yeah that's because you were dehydrated and you needed more fruit
1: oh got, it, got <laughs> yeah. it but you have other games like hey that's my fish you have never, uh, played, it. Hive, really good, never Genius, played it which is really good never played it never played it okay so we're gonna have to scrap the sixth day of, guess what because of because of brian we can't have the sixth day of uh, epic turn
0: well, i guess that makes me scrooge
1: all right fine i'll switch it out i'll switch it out okay on the sixth day well, of- we, we, bonus day you should, you,
0: you should get go now
1: <laughs> bonus day you get go you get go just because you want to play go yeah. so on the sixth day of epic turn <laughs> we bought games of cor- we bought thematic games for our friends such as and this one don't want to get a lot of flack for it because I, I love it I love it I love it Arkham Horror love Arkham Horror for my thematic is that really thematic it is completely thematic.
0: Okay. See, I always think of thematic being, you know, almost franchise-based.
1: Uh, okay. If we're go- if if you really want to go down that route, it's Arkham Horror, Mansions of Madness, Elder Core. Well, I mean, but you know, there is... It it is based on a franchise. Like the whole world of Arkham and what it is now, that is a franchise in and of itself.
0: Yeah, but I guess when I'm thinking – when I think of thematic games, Mm -hmm. some of my favorite ones I've ever played, Spartacus.
1: That that is a fantastic thematic game. Yeah. Um,
0: Fortune and Glory.
1: Another really good one. Yeah, um, yeah. Star Galactica, but that's again. Not I eight. haven't
0: played it yet, but yeah. wait, I have it now thanks to you. So um, ha- thank you again. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: Space Hulk.
0: Never uh, played that one.
1: Uh, Zombie side.
0: I have not played that one, but I did play Last Night on Earth at Gen Con.
1: Yeah, so again, but Arkham basically Wars anything by Flying Frog is the third <laughs> game. But so, but that, but so is anything that FFG has done in the Arkham line. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Then you could say anything that has Cthulhu in it is a thematic game. and
1: Maybe maybe it's fair. I don't know. Well, okay. You've already named yours, which is Spartacus, so we'll go with yours first. <laughs> okay. Spartacus. Spartacus is absolutely one of the best thematic games I've ever played.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's in to, as a subclass of thematic games, if you want to call it that, where you have like franchise or, you know, uh, not franchise. What is the word I'm looking for? Um, licensed property okay, license, games okay licensed ip sure. yeah licensed ip i think it's by far the best one period
1: I, I i i can't argue this point yeah at all like i have to agree with you it is probably one of the best games i've played yeah so.
0: and you know and it's definitely i think the best out of all the licensed properties i've seen
1: mm, um agreed
0: uh, unfortunately to give this game a just review we would have to mark the episode explicit
1: Yes, actually, we have talked about doing that, but you'll hear more about that on the next episode of Epic Term when we talk about plans for 2014. Yes, yes. Uh, 2014 is going to be a great epic year. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Anyway, so I see what you did. Spartacus. Yes, awesome. Spartacus (laughs) is awesome. You need to be
0: like 18 or 45 or up or something like that. You Uh, need to
1: be above the age of 18. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it's uh, so. Buy it for your for your drinking age friends because it, it's a great game.
1: Yeah. Sorry, everyone can't just
0: yeah.
1: yeah. But, so for me, like I said, we'll, we'll go back. Arkham Horror is for me because it has a lot of it has a lot of thematic elements. I would say actually anything of the Arkham universe is just really good. I haven't had a bad one yet, except for I haven't got to play Eldritch Horror yet beyond Gen Con. So mm.
0: no, I'm looking forward to trying that one. I mean, and I did enjoy our the time we've played um, Arkham Horror. I also enjoyed. There was another one I can't remember its name now because my brain is fried after this Old year.
1: Sign, Mansions of Madness, Man,
0: yeah, those you know, those are great. All of them are great games, and I know mm-hmm. they're all loosely interrelated in some way. Um,
1: basically, basically, for on the sixth day of Epic Turn, each of these games is going to take you six hours to play. So
0: yes, yes. <laughs> um, with the expansion pack of I know with the expansion pack of Spartacus, you can now play six players and have two v two arena battles.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I can only imagine how awesome that would get.
1: As long as I can stab you when you're my ally.
0: Oh yeah, and this is definitely in the stab, whole category of the stab your stab your friend in the back game. This because, is
1: definitely screw your neighbor. Yeah,
0: because it's all politics. You have to wheel and deal, and you have to get get the guys across from your help to play a card. And then the next turn, you might not even pay him what you said you were going to pay him when he, he you got him to help you uh, play the card.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it, that happens all the time. Or
0: you could pay him and then him not help you. Yes.
1: Cause you can actually pay someone cash and then they can say, that's nice. Thanks for handing me money. Yeah.
0: But I'm, I'm actually not going to do that thing. I just said I was going to do.
1: Sorry. Which
0: I think is actually pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> I, that's an element I really love. About yeah. Me. It uh, is. It, like I said, it is just hands down. So
0: mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Yeah. So, no, no agreements actually binding until it's done. So again, Spartacus, if for like great, well now six player gladiatorial backstabbing, mm-hmm. great time.
0: And you can play with as little as two. I think you need at least three to really get the good feel of the game.
1: I would say three because we tried two, and two was not as fun. Two, it's it's still a good game at two,
0: but it's it 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 loses a lot of the depth. I agree. Yeah, you need at least two. I love playing it with a full table of four. Mm -hmm. Again, I've never played a game before where two people are fighting in the arena, and the other two people are literally standing around the table cheering them on. I mean. It's, it's, it's that epic yeah it's that it's that great and we are definitely going to have to do the the explicit review yes yeah
1: well, it will happen it will it's going <laughs> to
0: happen in 2014
1: and then for if you don't want to play screw your neighbor a great you versus the board where you guys are working together as a team a great bonding experience to to do over the holidays arkham horror or elder core or elder sign or managed to Man. well, not managed to managed, That's actually no. Back that up. Object horror and Arkham horror. Yeah, and, and those, those, and are that your-
0: one. You may end up as a group being eaten by an elder god. It's been known oh. to happen.
1: Oh man, I got to go Christmas caroling for Cthulhu. Be right back. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to say that
0: one word. I would just break out in the song. Anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: Non-Euclidean
1: geometry. Yeah. So. It's the best geometry. It is the only geometry.
0: It's the only geometry for me. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, never to design a house. Um, it would, it would, anyway. Anyway. It would only re- exists a rail anyway. Yeah. so. On the fifth, because always in this song on the, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do this, but five golden rings. Yes, but uh, we're gonna transform into five pounds of books. So Mm. fifth day of epic turn, okay, is all about. RPGs, like the RPG book. So, Brian, I'm gonna let you go first. What is? No, no, you go first. Oh, why am I always having to go first? I went first for a couple. You go first. <laughs> I so mean, me, oh, there's so, so many good ones. I know. This is why. This is why it's gonna be hard. So instead of doing one choice a piece. Yeah. I well, thought, if we're, if we're given five pounds, uh,
0: that's that's more, at least two books.
1: Right. So I figured <laughs> we would go. Work with me on this one. Five RPG books. And we each pick one, or we each pick two, and then we'll agree on a fifth. Sure, no, um, let's go. For it. Okay, so so okay. for one of mine, uh-huh. I'm going to say Shadows Over Estrin.
0: Hmm. Okay, so it that is, is the French horror, gothic, low powered RPG.
1: Correct. I think it is a. Well, a it, it only weighs probably about a pound. Mm-hmm. so we're i'm still within my limit of five pounds okay but it is for the people i would give this gift for is the people who enjoy like world of darkness again like that lower low power fantasy mm-hmm. which again i'm a huge fan of so I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you guys um loves the horror genre loves your call of cthulhu's uh cthulhu tech um uh night of, not night of the dead is called actually surprisingly it's on my shelf uh Dead Night by Palladium. Mm -hmm. Um, So anything that, like, if you love that horror and the the gothic horror style, uh, really good one.
0: Yeah. I mean, now the one thing I would caution anybody who's going to get this book, I mean, the one thing I would caution anybody who's going to get Shadows of Estron is that it is a heavy RP centric system. Mm -hmm. You know, you're very much so. If you have a bunch of dungeon crawlers, just don't. If you have a bunch of people who love to roll dice and do epic things, just don't.
1: No, it's if, a very punishing mm-hmm. system.
0: Yeah. Now, if you have people who like Dark Sun, oh, yeah. they'll probably they'll like definitely. this one.
1: They probably will. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, you know, because it's very much that same gritty world and you might be powerful in in the world, but you're still squishy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: very true. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to role play going insane.
1: Which oh, some, that's only happened a couple times.
0: Which, you know, let's face it, for some people, is not much of a stretch.
1: But, uh, ooh. hey, we love our crazy play- gamers, too. They're
0: they're gamers, too.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. We are crazy. I don't know what you're talking about at all. Was that, Billy? Yes. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, so. I, my precious. Well. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) We don't even need an outro take for this
0: episode. We can just play the thing straight.
1: Uh, Anyway, so I've given one.
0: Okay, um,
1: you're up. All right, so don't screw it up.
0: I'm going to have to go with what is probably my favorite system of all time, and I think you're going to know what I'm going to
1: pick. Oh you're gonna it's gonna but here's the thing you have to go to drive through RPG to do this yeah uh, that may be true and it but is. you know what if that's what you have to do that's what you have to do let me take a guess oh we're going with mage we are going with mage
0: okay um and I almost I almost thought about picking corporea
1: yeah but it's not out yet it's not so out yet really the gift that is not there yeah
0: but they 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 hold in common what is my favorite part about mage and that is the whole dynamic fluid magic system where you can craft your own spells and it's really lets you in a in, in a pretty generous sandbox
2: mm-hmm.
0: do anything that you can think of um which i really like i i i don't like the systems that constrict you so much that you can't think outside the box and you aren't you basically aren't allowed to
1: i can understand that
0: Um, the games that encourage you to think outside the box and do creative things and reward you for being creative I really get into and that's what I really love the most about Mage Um, I also and more so with the older edition I really enjoyed the lore a lot more than I do with the new one the new one's still good but I really like the lore in the old one better Um, but I would recommend that one to anybody (laughs) unless you're not creative.
1: No, I, I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, like, it's a it's a it's a good system.
0: Mm-hmm. It's no, I mean, a,
1: both both new and old mage both are really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I've played both. I enjoy both.
0: Well, I mean, I think the system the system changes they did in the new one I think are probably for the most part really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the fluff. Yeah, the fluff. I just you know to give a little bit more insight. and I think we've talked about this a lot, a little bit in the older episode, but. You know, that was like before September and I can't remember it. Um, we had, you know, in old school mage, the theory was, is that you, basically you as a mage were enforcing your will on reality. And reality is actually this malleable thing that's held concrete by the me- belief of the masses.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's still kind of true in the new mage. Still kind of so. true, except
0: in this one, you know, you have divine knowledge of. In the new one, you, it's not that it's your will that's enforcing your self-owned reality. It's that you have this divine connection and you know the secret formulas, you know, that are lost to the ages kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, it still works, but I just really like that whole thing where, you know, you it was basically your will, but you had basically convinced yourself that you had to do it through this paradigm, whether it was super science like you did with, uh, you know, trinary computers and satellite control of the world. And that was just how you thought you were manipulating things. But in reality, it was just your force of will. But you know, you thought you were doing it through all this, or was it hermetic magic or smoking ganja and you know, uh, and, and rocking out to to Bob Marley while you uh, while you went to a trance? You know, there yeah. was <laughs> all this stuff was completely legitimate uh, paradigms that you could use in the old system, and in the new one, it's it's a little bit more rote, where you know you don't you aren't able to just create your paradigm and like this is how I do magic on the fly. It's very much there is a there is a one true way to do magic. Mm-hmm. And I, I I guess it's that free form thinking out of the box. I enjoyed it more in the old one and I think it allowed for a little bit more. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I I like the thing I've played both. I think both both the Fluffs are really good. Mm-hmm. And I like both worlds, so I really I, I have no, like, I don't like this one over the other one. I do like the rules of the second edition more so than the first. I like that's a little bit more streamlined.
0: So. Yeah. Well, and I'd be completely fine taking the rules and just playing it in the old world.
1: Yeah. I've, there are people that do do that. So, And,
0: you know, I mean, th- I think if I had the best of both, that's what I would do. And, you know. <laughs> and you t-
1: can do that. You can do that.
0: Yeah. And tipping the hat to Corporea and congratulations to Mark. They made their funding. Yep, congratulations
1: Um, mark we can't wait for the final product
0: yeah and he is borrowing from some of my favorite parts of mage and i'm really looking forward to that
1: and no other way to put it but yes yes oh god yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. and
0: the more and more people we say knights and shining our money to the more people are like i got to try this
1: i must try it yes soon very soon
0: very very soon or or no later than like in the next year
1: um 2014 we'll probably have a coverage of it so yeah oh cool. yeah so our actual copies arrive
0: yes so that is my first book
1: hmm. so my time for my second yes so, Ooh, this one's gonna be tough um so i went with i went with gothic low fantasy mm-hmm. which is up my alley to i'm going to throw it out just because i think it's a good gift idea i haven't got to play it but i've played other editions so hoping and what I've read so far, it seems good. I will recommend Shadowrun, run fifth edition. Mm, I saw
0: that one coming. I think you're picking that one mainly
1: because you, you got it this week.
0: I did get it this week, but no,
1: I've done a lot more reading up on it and there's a lot of changes that are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some that you, if you go back and listen to episode seventeen, yeah, where we actually taught was it uh, wasn't seventeen, it was sixteen. It was sixteen, Tim. Sixteen. Um, we've had sixteen episodes. Now we've had actually uh, seventeen episodes.
0: What episode is this? Is this is eighteen or nineteen.
1: Oh, it was seventeen. This is episode uh, eighteen. I no,
0: we've had at least one or two between here and there.
1: No, it's it's This is episode nineteen, actually. Because okay, eighteen was Knights and Shiny Armani. Before that was Shadowrun. Sorry, so it is episode seventeen.
0: Okay, that makes so more if we go back sense.
1: To episode seventeen, you'll actually, um, you know, Jason. I really actually, should
0: know this stuff. I'm the one who posts them.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, Jason actually does go into the changes of Shadowrun. Run. Um, yeah, and changes to the Matrix and, 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 um, and the new Decker rule sounded
0: okay. sounded pretty you know, like a pretty good improvement from what it you is. said. And,
1: and so I recommend getting it for your friends who enjoy, who have enjoyed Shadow Run. Maybe they enjoyed third edition. Mm-hmm. Maybe they enjoyed fourth edition. Now, you know, I still have my FAFSA copies of first edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've enjoyed it through all its iterations. So even when, you know, I owned like 20 pounds of D6s, for damage uh, <laughs> for <coughs> massive damage um i i'm just saying pick up fifth edition it's out you can get on drive rpg you can get on a, a lot of retailers give it a shot give it a try there are some new changes but like i said i like it just because it is one of the best cyberpunk games out there okay so for your cyberpunk for your cyberpunk rpg shadow run
0: all right so i'm gonna take one of the staples here I
1: don't
0: know. Let me take a guess. Starts with a P. Well, I'm going to start in, you know going back in time a little bit, but I'm not going to okay. pick it yet. So, okay. you know, there th- the classic pen and paper RPG is, of course, Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. Um, yeah. Chainmail,
1: Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, yeah,
0: but, you know, those went through a lot of ups and downs over the last, what, 25 years now or more? Yeah, give or take. 30, 35. Mm. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. Um, you know, but we went through chainmail. We went through first edition where elf was a class, and then we had dwarf. Yeah, and then we had and we had second ed, and AD and D and second edition, and you know, and where Three. you had you you had Thaco, which made your mind bend with. You know, why am I doing math in this way? Only yours. No, trust me. Not only mine. I'm just one of the most more vocal about it. I, I was never indoctrinated to the point of brainwashing to think it was normal. Uh, um, I am that is sad. Yes. Yeah. I'm very concerned for your brainwashed mind. We will we will break you one day. Um you know, and then and then we went from there to third edition, which was the first one that Wizards had. And um I, I actually played a lot of third edition. I thought they did a really good job streamlining the rules compared to second edition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they did 3.5, which some rules were better, but it was it's it felt a little bit money grabbish in a lot of ways. Because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, those thirty-five books we just finished publishing, time to start over.
1: Time to rebuy okay. as we update all of
0: them. Yeah, and you know, I, I didn't play a lot of three point five, and I've never played a fourth ed because I think that's more of a, a, a entry level miniature WoW clone uh, from everything I've seen. Then, um,
1: than, hold on, let me let me stop right there for one second. Okay, okay. Let me, feel let free me to cl- correct me. I felt like that it was time to interject. Um, fourth ed is good for a, a bunch of reasons. Which is, it's a new way, it, it brought new people to to the hobby, which is good. Mm-hmm. It did streamline a ton of the rules. Mm-hmm. It made GM's life a lot easier, because mm-hmm. combat was very streamlined. So it became, for some GMs, it became really easy to tell a story and not get bogged in mechanics. Okay, which, I can see that. I can which, see that. It, which, in my opinion, is from a storyteller, which is, you know, what I like doing, um... Well, I, all GMs like to tell a story, but I, I like more RP sessions. Mm. It made it to where you could you could settle combat very fast, very yeah. easy. the The downside was is that they got rid of a lot of the staple classics of certain genres. They gave everybody powers. They gave everybody the ability to heal. They gave everybody special mm-hmm. abilities for. You know you didn't have the the wizards who were this ultimate utility belt, clerics you, you yeah. kind of get what i'm going here yeah. they, they they get, they got really, of the, they
0: got rid of the traditional class roles in a lot of ways right.
1: and and that's i, and think, I think that's why modern, so many
0: people relate it to the modern day wow is you know everyone's everyone can d p s and heal right yeah yeah um
1: which i mean that, that like i said there were some good and there was some bad, yeah, uh, I really liked what they what they did i mean I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't play 4th Ed. I'm yeah. going to put that out there. I don't play 4th Ed. I'm not a big uh, fan of 4th Ed.
0: And like I said, I, I'm not either, and I haven't played either. Um, one of the but things I think 4th Ed did
1: that was awesome is they brought back Dark Sun. They brought back Dark Sun. Which was
0: sorely missing from 3rd Ed.
1: I agree. Uh, they, let's see, they did Dark Sun. They did uh, Gamma World, but that was a board game, But which was really cool to see brought back out of where did, it was. Did they bring back Ravenloft? Yeah, they did. Ravenloft came back. Yeah,
0: Ravenloft, um, I always really enjoyed him. And that was vampires before vampires were cool. Yep. And before they sparkled.
1: Exactly. I really <laughs> wish they would have brought back the Temple of Elemental Evil. I was really hoping in Forth that it didn't happen. Yeah. A little disappointing, but hey, it's okay. Yeah. Um, like I said, there was a lot of a lot of good things about 4th. I DM'd for 4th. I ran some of the living stuff. Really good stuff. But just wasn't the, my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, and... So 4th Ed, you know, so it went thir- three, 4th Ed, a lot of people got brought into it. A lot of the old players didn't like it. Um, and I think that's a classic mistake that a lot of companies make when, you know, they, they have this established player base that really loves something, and then they screw with it to the point that that, that they alienate that original player base that, that got them to where they were. We've seen it happen over and over again in a lot of different uh, games and genres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just media in general, I mean— Thank you, Lucas. Um, <laughs> you know, um,
1: don't sue us.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, don't worry. He, he doesn't actually own it anymore. It'd be Disney now. Oh wait,
1: Disney don't sue us.
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, so you have all of this kind of stuff, and when that happened, the pe- you know you had people splitting off to start doing something that they thought was more of a D and D done right, quote unquote. And, you know, um, I've really found my modern day role playing home in Pathfinder. Um, despite the fact, I think mage has a better system in a lot of ways, you know, Pathfinder is that classic D and D fantasy world experience that I think a lot of people that, especially people like us that have been playing for 10 to 20 years, um, really enjoy and miss. um, I think it's much more of that, that fantasy classic RPG home for me than, um, than fourth that ever could be. So I'm going to have to pick, I'm going to have to pick the Pathfinder rule books, man. I mean, there's a lot of them. I can't pick any, any individual one
1: well then just pick up a core rule book yeah pick up
0: that core rule book it's enough to get you started that was one thing I thought was absolutely amazing is that the core rule book for Pathfinder is a it's a it's a bestiary it's a player's handbook and a GM guide all in one book Um, and not only that but they give everything away on the web for free underneath the D20 license so you can go to the PRD uh, and you can get access to all the books you don't even have to own any of them if you don't want to so um, you should
1: definitely support the company. Yeah, piezo is amazing.
0: Big props to uh piezo on that one and um hopefully we'll be able to sit down and talk to him a little bit a little bit about it next year at Gen hopefully. Con. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're listening, uh, piezo. Um we would like to sit and talk with you. Yeah. Um but no, I mean <laughs> talking from I mean I own pretty much I think I'm missing two of the core pathfinder rule books Mm -hmm. um i will sell this as that the gm book is really helpful it is uh if you have if you if you're the if you're buying for your game master to get that extra xp for the next session first um, you should
0: be buying him pizza and washing his car instead
1: yes you should be doing that uh or or buying him his favorite him or his or her favorite video game um
0: i will accept steam gift cards
1: I I do accept steam cards. Actually, Epic Turn accepts anything. We are that desperate. No, I'm just kidding. We Um, we need need better equipment, please. uh, No, but uh, if you're buying for your GM, the best gift, in my opinion, um, and if you're buying inside the Pathfinder, is definitely the GM guide because it is nothing but prep, how to put together plots, Mm -hmm. how how to bring your players in if they completely run amok and destroy your original idea, how to bring everything back in without it, without seeming like you know you're text boxing them yeah um, it, is, it is really just a really good thing it's like 200 pages full color mm. great gift now gm if you're buying for your players which i don't know why you'd be doing this you you maybe stockholm syndrome maybe they're holding you hostage i don't know Um, uh, but the best thing you can do is either the advanced players guide which introduces a whole bunch of new classes
0: i, I honestly i think i would pick the ultimates over that That's,
1: that's what I was going to go to next. Is yeah. Any of the ultimates for each player. Like if, you,
0: if you know you have a cleric who loves playing a cleric, buy him the ultimate book. I forget, is it ultimate, ultimate magic? Is it, is, he, is it under ultimate magic? I couldn't remember if, that was, if they had one that was cleric specific or not. I yeah, guess no, it was ultimate. third ed. Yeah,
1: that was third ed. You're yeah. thinking of the ultimate divines. And that? Yeah,
0: that was it. Yeah, but give him the ultimate magic. Give your give your, give your your fighters ultimate combat. Mm-hmm. It really opens up what those classes can do.
1: Agreed. Trust me, my monk loves it. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm just saying, give those gifts, great gifts. So I think we're we're up. Say we've gotten four pounds of books under our belt. Yeah. So now we have to pick one together.
0: Oh God, we're gonna be here for the rest of the night.
1: And I no no, no I figured we we pick one because we both like the fluff alone. Mm-hmm. We haven't got to play it, but we love the fluff. Okay. Iron Kingdoms. Mm,
0: uh, I can't, I, I can't pick it blind like that. <laughs> I just can't do it, man. I no, mean, no,
1: that's fair. That's fair.
0: You know, even uh, like the Warhammer one, I like. I, I honestly like the fluff of the Warhammer universe too, mm-hmm. but I would never recommend that RPG to no. most people.
1: No, that's very true. the only, The only reason um, I figured the only reason I recommend Iron Kingdoms alone by itself mm-hmm. is the system is is pretty good. Yeah, but if you say so, <laughs> just solely no, just solely on fluff. Oh, no. I mean, the fluff for that world is amazing.
0: And I will say, going back to the Warmer Hordes things for a second, I have never read something that made me, every time I read a Warlock's flavor text behind his history, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. I need to go get the statue right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was that's why I'm recommending
1: this solely on fluff.
0: Okay, but but we're not
1: we're not recommending novels,
0: Tim. We're recommending RPGs.
1: Sometimes I buy RPGs just for fluff.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but we're recommending RPGs. Okay, so, right. so I'm gonna put out one that we actually have both really enjoyed. And
1: oh no, I know this one. Oh, I didn't even think of this. Cosmic,
0: Cosmic Patrol.
1: All right, I like. I this. think oh, that's yeah. one.
0: I think that's one we can agree on. I think we can. You know, and Cosmic Patrol is a great. If you have just a group of creative people who don't want to care about rules, Give this is Patrol. the system for them. <laughs> Um, you know, if you have people who need the rules to get them to play, okay, walk away. Just walk away with your hands up in the air, crying out to the gods why. But, yes. you, you know.
1: If you have the creative people, grab yourself some poker chips, mm-hmm. sit down, open the book, pick a character, yeah. and run with it. You just and Here's the thing. You just flip
0: will- to a random page, you find a random character, it don't matter.
1: Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, we'll tell you this right now. We even here at Epic Turn, we still don't play by all the rules of Cosmic Control because... It's more fun that way. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a group storytelling
0: experience, mm-hmm. more so than a character advancement RPG. I think there is optional rules where it's possible to level a character, but who cares? You, don't, you, you They never live that long.
1: No, no. They <laughs> to the end of the adventure, and sometimes not even then. <laughs> sometimes. Um, please, please, see, please see Ryan's character, the traveling salesman, going into the orc camp. Mm. oh yeah the space art camp
0: no 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 he went onto the spaceship that's what it was
1: no no remember he came out to the front door he knocked he's like hey i'm here for the wedding party and i'm gonna oh, sell. I'm like, yeah, oh. that's
0: right oh yeah now, that, was good. that was pretty good he just tried to talk his way through the front door like a sales guy he actually got in and it wasn't very pretty afterwards but he got in
1: he got there he got there or the space uh, was it uh, space brandy that oh, explodes? No, no, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. The, the first session of the first game, I said, uh, I said, I go get my bottle of Vesuvian brandy out of my out of my commemorative bottle, and I light it, and it throws and it explodes with the force of dynamite. Yep. And so cool. now, Vesuvian brandy that's highly explosive is a reoccurring character in all of our, all every of our character games. Has it shows. It. It's shown up every game, and not by me.
1: Yeah, it's by everybody. <laughs> yes, like they pull out a bottle. Yeah, it's plot, like somehow plot point. Plot point yeah. It's a bottle of Vesuvian uh, brandy. Oh,
0: the worst time was actually when we were going into the ice fortress and we were in the basement of the uh, and like, and we're in the kitchen for the wedding, and and Dave plays a plot point. And he's like, and there are casks of Vesuvian brandy, brandy.
2: <laughs>
0: and of course they get set on fire and melt out the floor, the entire level of the ice castle.
1: That was that was fantastic.
0: Yes, that one that was epic.
1: So anyway, so yeah, so the agreed upon fifth RPG is going to be
0: Cosmic Patrol. Cosmic Patrol, and those books are so small, you just need to go get them all.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like forty bucks to buy everything. It's yeah, really, and, it's from and, Catalyst Games, check them out.
0: Yeah, and if you like, and it, it well, and we never actually said this, but it is a pulp sci-fi like nineteen fifties Buck Rogers style type thing, where you're all pseudo sciency sounding words, and it doesn't make any sense. But who cares?
1: Giant robot with brains, done. Done. <laughs> we can
0: walk. We can drop the mic. Boom. So yeah.
1: on the fourth day of Epic Turn.
0: Okay. On the fourth day of Epic, the Turn. the power
1: went out, and we sat down to to the four X game of Eclipse.
0: <laughs> You're just doing this to like give me something well,
1: to say. No, no, actually I'm not because I, I find these style games. Some of the best times I've ever had risk. I've always had a really good time with.
0: Now I, I don't know if risk is not a four X game.
1: No, it's not, but hold on. I'm it's it's
0: like it. a one X game.
1: It's it is, but I'm leading into it. Okay. Now, uh, now
0: I think it's important that we preface, like we need to pause right now. Okay. What the hell is four X?
1: Uh, explore exterminate, expand and exploit.
0: No, you forgot. Uh, you forgot experiment.
1: Oh, an experiment, yeah. Yeah, so you had five Xs,
0: so you said one twice or something. Uh, I
1: think I might have miss said one of them. So it's explore,
0: exterminate, experiment. Experiment experiment and exploit. Yeah, something like that.
1: Anyway. No, expand. Expand. Expand, That's it. So
0: what it is is you're expanding your control. You're exploring regions and discovering stuff. You're experimenting and having a tech tree where you get uh, get, unlocked new abilities and uh, you exterminate, which means you get to fight things and kill them.
1: Yes, because nothing better than taking your starships and blowing other stuff up. Just saying. Yeah. No, but no. Um, so while yeah, and most of these it,
0: are space-themed.
1: Yes. So I'm, I'm leaning into it. So mm-hmm. from Risk, Access and Allies, uh, another one because you can actually research tech trees. You do expand your empires. You are exploring, all that. To what I'm actually getting to, which is Eclipse. Yeah, pretty, good, I, pretty there, cool game know, from all I accounts. Know it's I know which one you're going with. Yeah, yeah. But I mm. love Eclipse. It It's a little bit to get into in terms of setup, digesting the rules. There's a lot to it. But it is one of the best 4X-y kind of board games I've ever played. <laughs> uh, next to your actual suggestion, which, you know, I haven't got to play the new edition. So I'm a little... Excited. i probably okay. get to try out third.
0: Yeah. But
1: I like it because. Mm-hmm. Well, it? Tell, tell everyone what it is. Eclipse. I've already said Eclipse.
0: Oh. Well, I'll sum up mine.
1: Oh, well, you get to yours.
0: Okay. Well, you finish up. <laughs> go. I'll, I'll just shut up.
1: <laughs> no, I can I mean, just sleep
0: I, through this one. I don't know.
1: All right. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, f- I find Eclipse to be one of the uh, just. Uh, the sad part is when you start talking about yours, well, just go. Just go. Just
0: okay. Go. So. Mine is the pentacle of the 4X board game genre.
1: Oh, come on. That is not even close to true. Are you sure about that? I don't know. I find Eclipse is really good, dude. And they're both in the same vein.
0: I'm uh, OK. I haven't played a clip, so I can't say. But by everything I've read, everything I've seen, everyone agrees that this is, you know, if not the top, one of the top of the genres.
1: Oh, no, it definitely is. Like, yeah, it is. It is up there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think a lot. And, and what I've seen is over and over again, most of the negative criticism comes from the second edition rule set. Very true. Um, which I think has largely been fixed in the third edition by what I've seen. Yes. So we're talking about Twilight Imperium which if anything is actually a five X game, uh, I don't know how you can word politics to be an X word, but it might as well be with this game. Um, you know, it, you have this gigantic board uh, with a four player game, uh, the board, uh, or sorry, with a six player game, the board is supposed to be about five feet across. And that's the, uh, and that's the universe, which you randomly, well, not randomly generate. You actually strategically take turns, placing tiles at all and you know you have all these things and a lot of the complaints i've seen about it is that you basically sit there and you have to order pizza in between each of your turns because it takes that long um,
1: sometimes
0: <laughs> i mean is that a fair description of the of the criticism you would have for it of the old system yes. yeah um and what we saw with the third edition is you probably are only going to have two to five minutes before you're doing something again at most, even if somebody's sitting there like staring at his board, drooling, trying to figure out what he's going to do next. Um, and the reason is, is they've made it really fast. You get to take one action at a time and then play passes to you. And a lot of times other people's actions leave you with stuff you have to do too. even like if you're fighting. Obviously, you have to roll dice to resolve the combat. If you're um, when you when they play one of their strategic cards, there's a secondary ability that you can fire on. And so you have to decide if you're going to do that. There's resource management. You build ships and armies. I don't think I've ever seen a game with this many pieces.
1: Eclipse.
0: <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, no,
1: I, Brian, the, Brian, this is one where I'm going to say, trust me on this.
0: Have you seen yes. the number of pieces? I mean
1: – I have I used to own a copy of Second Ed, so yes. Yeah,
0: with, with the, the three-player game, we took up the entire table in my living yeah. room. I we mean, the it's same thing. Like
1: to, in In comparison, in – in Eclipse, you build a you build sectors out, and mm-hmm. you discover wormholes, and you travel, and you expand, and you research, new check uh, tech, you upgrade your ships, you build blueprints for your ships. Mm-hmm. It's it literally they are both just so good at what they do. Yeah. Being a four X game.
0: Oh, yeah, I, well, we'll have to try eclipse at some point. Um, you will uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with Twilight Imperium though it's yeah. it's it, a really good game. It's so incredible. And, and admittedly it still takes three to four hours to play a game. Yeah. Um, but it's not gonna it, you're not gonna be sitting there bored the whole time. You pretty much always have something to do. You only really are gonna have enough time in between your turns to think about what you're about to do, which I think is more or less the ideal in these situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the problem with second is it would just take forever between turns. And so they they've done a lot of good changes which I'm really happy about from what you guys have told me. Yeah. But Twilight Imperium fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh for Eclipse, it's it's not completely the same thing. But, you know, doing, you know, random sectors, discovering new minerals, researching tech trees, building armies, Mm -hmm. uh, customizing every ship or, you know, working on your ships, building new parts on them. Mm -hmm. Eclipse, another fantastic 4X game.
0: Yeah. Now, the the problem I think that you're going to have with these games is something that's going to be common to the genre. These games are very involved. They're highly strategic and they're not casual friendly at all. They're not. Uh, to give you an idea, when we decided to break the box on Twilight Imperium, it took us more than two hours to get from opening the box to playing the first turn. And it was not because we were all sitting around board. We were all like we were breaking the, the ships out of the packaging. We were getting the tokens, building the board. You know, and it just took that long that first time. Once you get in there, the rules are pretty elegant uh, as far as keeping pl- flow of play going, and they all make sense. And it's not it's not as confusing as some of the other games I've played. But that first initial investment, you're probably talking a six to seven hour session to play that first game.
1: Yep, uh, you're, same thing for Eclipse. Yeah. Same thing. Just bust, just busting it open. Just like twilight is, it takes forever.
0: Well, and when we busted it, we only busted three of the races out. I still have three more races that haven't been cut. And, um, I have the first expansion now, which actually allows up to eight players, which turns this into a party game at that point.
2: Mm -hmm. It's
0: a eight hour party game. Um, Which, hey, awesome in some
1: ways.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You might get lost on the island for a little bit there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, so for the fourth day of Epic Turn, the theme is 4X. Mm -hmm. And either pick up Twilight Imperium 3rd Edition from FFG or Eclipse, and I can never remember who makes it. So I, I can, can go play. look at the box if you need me to. Well, it's uh-huh. in the other room, isn't it? Yes, it is.
0: It. Yeah. Uh, we, it's, we've actually it's, been it's, sitting on this game, and I had no idea what it was until like the last two months. <laughs> and Will brought it up, and, I'm, and he's like, we haven't had a chance to play it. I'm like, well, we should do it. He's like, well, but it takes forever, and we just never got it onto it.
1: Oh, no, it does. It's uh, as yeah. movie publishes it here in the States.
0: Ah, uh, Okay, excellent.
1: Also, they put out if, some good stuff. Here's the thing. If it, for Eclipse, you can, also get a, you can also get it on iOS. For your iPad. Really? Yep. Seven bucks. Nice. Nice. Yep. So.
0: Very nice.
1: Man, we're almost out of it. We only got three days left.
0: Okay. We only got three hours of talking left. Let's do this. Oh, man.
1: Jeez. Hold on.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Come on, Rocky.
1: Give me, gotta get my, I have the Tiger music going here.
0: So we're gonna cut that in. Um,
1: <laughs> if only I could have that in the background right now. So I need, a,
0: mm-hmm. I, I need the setup. <laughs> I
1: could totally
0: do it with a little bit more equipment. Uh, no. <laughs> so on the
1: third day of Epic Turn, my buddy and I my buddies and I decide to draft Legend of the Five Rings.
0: Hmm. Okay. I am not even going to ask you what the category error is, but I'm probably not going to give you the answer you expect.
1: I'm, uh, give me the answer you want to give.
0: We drafted seven wonders.
1: It's a drafting game. That was the whole point. Mm-hmm. It was not.
0: I did well. You could have gone CCG or not. So I could
1: have, but you want to? Tell you What we can go down both paths. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. so i did I, my original thought was going to be ccgs yeah which is fine um it's going to be a little mix and match so mm-hmm. uh drafting i do like drafting l5r um okay. I also like l5r in general i think it's a really good card yeah so, so the only ccg i've ever drafted is magic okay so you've never yeah. drafted things like versus or anything okay, no so, so hold on i will go off that same vein I will switch L five R.
0: No, there's no reason in switching it. We can talk about it. I'm just saying I've only drafted Magic, you know. So that's the only point of reference I have. But you know, the whole drafting format is pretty mm-hmm. cool because yeah. you know that you you a you get you get new cards, yep. uh, and b you get to pick cards which sometimes are the cards you want, and sometimes it's just mm-hmm. the cards you don't want other people to have. And every uh, now and again, if you're really dick, you you draft all the rares and just yes. O2, O2 draw I'm out.
1: I'm out. So the reason I like I'll, I'll pick L5R is um, I really do enjoy the card game. I think it's one of the few card games that you actually get invested in in a more serious sense beyond just being the best player. Uh, if you've uh, if you have listened to any of my rants about it, I'm sorry, I'm going to continue to rant about it. I love the fact not just rant, rant and raves. Uh, it's the few, one of the card games where, you know, when you go to a tournament, and you win it, you influence the next set. Or yeah. in the next two sets.
0: No, nah, there there have been a few games I've done that throughout the years, and I all of them I've I've really congratulated to. And honestly, my favorite game that ever did that was Magi Nation.
1: Oh, Magi Nation was awesome.
0: You know, it was uh it, it was a little bit cartoony and had a very I think they even had a TV show for kids for a while. I think so. But I never paid any attention to that part of it, but I just loved the general mechanics of it and it was a lot of fun.
1: It Sorry. Was a- but they, no. they
0: they did the storyline events too, and that's and I, I those are really the only two major games that I can think of that have done. And I think it's been done a few times others, but those are the two that always come to mind.
1: Well, they're the two that have been in the spotlight, mm-hmm. and that's why. Um, but the the reason I like drafting it is because you essentially what what it gets down to is you're just drafting what it seems like is a bunch of Roman because you're you're going to have to take from every clan yeah and so you're getting to finally play with some of those mechanics that you would never really do in deck building and mm. that's why i like it because like this crane player these these cranes would never be with these mantises but you know what these two mechanics synergize so well oh, oh it's time to windmill stomp you to next week
0: love it you so know, I, I-, I lied i did draft one other game okay i drafted the cypher star wars Oh, well, who didn't draft Decipher Star Wars back in the and, day? And, and that was a lot of fun because if you got the Star Destroyer, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to hate you. Yep. Yeah, but I,
1: I did do that a few times, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, see, see, the shop I played at would never let us draft the Dagobah set, which sucked because <laughs> that was my only way without buying tons of boxes mm-hmm. to get my Executor. <laughs> yeah, it serves you right, Timmy.
0: Yeah, that's well, okay. I had to. Anyway, so. It's, it's like you're getting that foil planeswalker when you draft Magic. i don't know.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't care what color I was drafting This is mine. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. If you ever, if you ever drafted, if okay, if we were to go back in time and we were to draft decipher Star Wars, if you ever cracked a pack that had Yoda, Son of Skywalker, Execute, you're like, I'm out, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mine. Well,
0: see, I, I didn't, I, I didn't play in the Dagobah set. I don't think I played in New Hope and uh,
1: Hoth. Oh, wow. You didn't get to the brokenness. That was the yeah. Skywalker four street. Yeah, yes. no,
0: I didn't see that, but I, 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 did, you know, they had the, the big star destroyers there in those first two sets and, yep. um, drafting one of those was a very powerful card in the, in those, in those tournaments. Again, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you, it, it was like you drafted Vader with his lightsaber.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So again, back to the the topic drafting, that would be like if you had eight friends and you could sit around and draft, I would say because of the new addition rules from AG coming out very, very soon, L5R.
0: And not to mention, you can meet them in Disney this year and draft there. Oh,
1: Epic term might be going to Disney in May.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or at least one of us
1: is. <laughs> I see
0: how it is. You ain't gonna take me with you. Like, no, I'm just gonna go to Disney.
1: <laughs> there will be lots there'll be many episodes of So Tim, what'd you do this week? L five R. What do you mean L five R? I've done nothing but play Crane for seven hours.
0: No, I, I think about day three we'd be doing the touch base and you, and you'd just be like Tim, how are you doing? You'd be like ee, ee,
1: Crane, ee, ee. <laughs> dueling, 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 dueling. Yes. dueling. Anyway, so I'm sorry. So you picked Seven Wonders, which is a drafting board game,
0: right? It's basically you take the you take the whole drafting format of a tournament. And you make that the the chief mechanic of the game,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it's it's all about collecting enough victory points to be the guy at the top of the with at, at the most of them at the end. And there's military victory points. There's wonder building, you know, because you're building like the great pyramids if you're playing Egypt, right? Or there's the sciences? There's the sciences that can give you that, and there's some amazing sim, uh, synergy that can happen with the sciences. But you have to have the right civilization to support it, mm-hmm. and you have to not be hate drafted on Tim. Um,
1: Oh, sorry. I, I, I
0: don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I love sitting down and playing this game after, ask, after asking people if they know what the word hate drafting means, and they say, I want. Yeah. Then you go, well,
1: let's play Seven Wonders. Yes,
0: let's play Seven Wonders. You'll understand hate drafting very soon. Um, I generally make the choice of like skewing military because I don't think it's necessarily the best investment of your cards. Uh, I have uh, one oh, basically. I know, and sometimes it bites me in the butt, but I normally place decently well but it, it
1: depends on the people to your left and right like if yeah. your left and right are not drafting military you are in the golden zone to do whatever you want but if they're drafting military yeah you're just you're taking points well you know they're going to take points from yeah. you. so it's and so i
0: i think i need to adjust my strategy there and actually always draft at least a little bit of military to force the guys on the other side i mean to draft at least that much i agree yeah I'm sorry, most i agree pe- most people <laughs> will play highly reactionary where they will not just soak up the damage yeah um, but, you know, so there, and there's a lot of different races now and they've had some great mechanics in the new expansions where you have leaders where you can play like Julius Caesar or some of these other great historical figures and they have the special Alpha effects. Yeah, Alexander, Alexander the Great and just Genghis on column. and on and on. There's yeah. there's a whole deck of them.
1: Basically, go play Civilization Five. Oh, sorry, Civilization <laughs> 4, and all those leaders are probably in the is in the uh, Well,
0: and a lot of other ones and, you know, that you've probably, you're like, who the hell is this from history? Because I didn't pay attention to History 101.
1: <laughs>
0: um,
1: or you're the history buff going, oh my god.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it'll be one of the two. Either yeah. way, you're always like, oh, he's in a Toga. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I mean, it's no. a great game. I think it really is just a lot of fun. Um, I One of my favorite Times of seeing that game. I was actually in Atlanta at this little diner. Great diner. They, I, I don't know how. I think they have the refrigerator from from the diner in Euphoria. And um, not Euphoria. Um, Eureka. Eureka. Yeah. Okay. You know how you, know, you go into that diner and it has like everything on the menu. Yes. I swear this is that place. Because oh, you, you know you go in there and you can get everything from like a euro to spaghetti to steaks and uh, omelets and they have like a seven seven or ten page menu that's available twenty four seven. It's crazy. Nice. Um, but oh, anyway, okay. um, I was in there and and apparently there's a regular board game group that meets there at the uh, diner.
2: Nice.
0: So I walk over. They have a table of eight people playing uh, Seven Wonders so that was just i don't know it was really cool to see them there and they played for like two hours and eventually you know they i think they did two or three games or whatever it, it was a lot of fun
1: i find seven wonders to be one of the best games to play even for not just new people but it's interesting when you're when you sit down a table with people who have actually drafted card games mm-hmm. oh if you get
0: somebody who's drafted a lot of magic they get really into it
1: yeah, it's going to be a great game. So if, if you're a big Magic player or actually if you're a big trading card game player and you love drafting, this is a game for you and your buddies. Mm-hmm. It is some hilarious moments just because it's just like drafting in Magic because I no other way to put it. But if you're a drafting fan, just buy this game. It's 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 epic. It's awesome. It's we still enjoy it today, even when people, you know, hate me for hate drafting the crap out of them. Mm. Both Brian and Will. Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we always hate draft Will. Yes, every hand,
0: every game doesn't even matter what game it is. We're gonna hate draft. Yeah, there, there's true. no
1: drafting. It doesn't matter. Will, if you're listening to this episode, I purposely hate draft you if I'm near you.
0: I, I hate draft him when I'm on the other side of the table, just because it's Will.
1: Just because it's Will. Like, oh, you're building lots of blue there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow, I find a way to hate draft him in Power Grid.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and spartacus no you, yeah. can't, you can't hate drafting spartacus uh, no, i know i find a way you can hate glad you can hate steel gladiators though i find a way yes
0: yeah, so anyway. anyway so, <laughs> Poor so will. for will
1: for the uh on the second day of epic turn wait I bought
0: where are we that far players. in have we had 10 days already
1: We're we're 10 days gone. Well,
0: that's good because we're like like 60, 80 minutes in at this point. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while, listeners. It's going to be a big episode.
1: (laughs) Yes. So on the second day of Epic Turn, you and I sat down to a game of Netrunner.
0: Why the hell would we do that?
1: Because it is a fantastic two-player game. And it matches the number two. So two for two-player games. Um, so we sat down to netrunner i think it is one of the best two-player games on the market mm -hmm. you can buy a core set you each can build your own own corp deck and your own runner deck and you can have just straight battling fun it's a lot of fun it's actually one of the biggest properties in my i mean in my opinion just from seeing it one of the newest hottest biggest properties in ffgs lineup they have knocked this out of the park they have fixed a lot of the problems i had with the living system i mean with the living card game system uh mm-hmm. they even um, are which you're gonna using- refer
0: back to like episode two or three to hear a scrip about that some
1: <laughs> just rant 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 yeah. on that system mm-hmm. um and they introduced it an actual way to do a draft format with your own cards so hmm. netrunner i think yeah. is the best two-player game i think you can get for you and your buddy
0: yeah unfortunately like the t- couple times we've played i i didn't really understand what was going on a whole lot and i didn't have my own cards, so i was playing with yours and Um, I, I really have thought several times that this would be a game to sit down and actually try to figure out how to play well, because everyone seems to love it. Um, the reviews are all good. And I actually saw a big group at the foundry the other night, uh, playing, um, yeah. Yeah, playing runner. Yeah, it was Tuesday night. We were in there playing Warmahords. hordes. Oh, God, I hate that name. Um,
1: <laughs> I just hate, I think you just hate pronouncing it. Yes, easy.
0: yes. I feel like I'm going to say something dirty. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, it is dirty.
0: It's a daddy, daddy arc. <laughs> um, you know, so it's... But there was a big group in there. They were all playing and they, they were having a blast. And, and, and we were hearing them really just geek out about str- deck building strategies and stuff for about 20 minutes after they were done playing. And it was it was great over here and it was a lot of fun. But I don't know. I mean, when I played in that little bitty game, it's like this could be cool, but I don't know what's f- going on. I don't know. Leap. Um, sorry. <laughs>
1: But no, I mean, it's, it's very true. It, it is a, it is a customizable game. So there, I mean, you can buy the corset and have a lot of fun. Uh, when I, I brought it down to Florida to play with uh, you know, other brother Brian and we had a lot of fun. We tried each runner out. We tried each corp out. We each tried different sides. So we we really sat down and went through the whole thing and it was a lot of fun. And even if you're, I would say, even if you're not into deck builders, This is something that might get you into it. I know a lot of people have played it and they just went overboard. They bought all the data packs. They Mm -hmm. got really, really into it. So for me, this is the, a great two player game for you and your buddy, you know, you and your significant other that you can play on Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, whatever, any holiday you can play this on. It doesn't even have to be a holiday, but this is a great, this is a great gift can't forget you annual. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course yeah. I can't forget you will Trust me.
0: Yeah, no, um, me either. But,
1: mm. but this is a gift that just, in my opinion, is great for two people.
0: Yeah. Okay, so two player games kind of suck as a category for me. Yeah.
1: That's that's sad.
0: Now, do I have to pick a game that is is exclusively two players, or one that I just think makes a great two player experience?
1: It, the object is a two player two player game. Technically, Netrunner, you could play that multiplayer. I think. Yeah. So no, go for it. What do you think is a awesome two player experience?
0: So I'm going to pick an oddball category here. It's a game we've talked about before. Go figure, go figure. Um, but to me, this game Mm -hmm. feels when you have two players, it feels like a odd game of chess. Oh, I know where you're going. And because it's very much back and forth, counter and counter move, um, you know, and it's you know our move and counter move i guess and it's just it's a lot of fun there's resource management there's uh, control in the board and at i really like playing three and four game, player games with it a lot of fun and it's a completely different experience but mm-hmm. at two players this is a game that scales down into a complicated game of chess
1: yes uh is it does it have green objects in it
0: it does have shiny green glowing so, objects in it and it's I'm named spirium
1: Oh, I love that game.
0: Yeah, and now this is one we've actually played against each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, you know, this I, I really think that as a two-player experience, it holds up incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Unlike most four-player games, when you scale them down,
1: no, I, I fullheartedly agree. Yeah. I think it's I think it's an amazing two-player game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So another great one. It, 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 I think one that's also I, an Asmodee product, isn't it? It is an Asmodee Os- product. I mean, one of my big things I liked about it was. I mean, you've already said it, but I'm going to reiterate it: the chess-like feel to a two-player game. Like you would buy something, I'm like, "Hmm, I see you can produce lots of spirium, so mm-hmm. I'm going to kill the building." That produce that experiment produces into victory points. Genius.
0: Yeah, and, and you're like, I'm gonna have to do this to counter you. And yep. oh, I see he's hedging his bets here, and so I have to hedge my bets in this way. And I'm gonna try to counter you by making this cost more. And uh, at, at a two player game, it's very much just back and forth, give and take, and it ends up being an incredibly co- close game most of the time. Uh, when you're doing a two player, I mean, e- up until like the very end, you can be within five points of each other.
1: Yeah. Which is a very close for, game.
0: Yeah. For a victory track game, I, I think that's kind of rare a lot of times.
1: Oh, um, very much so. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Sparium. Sparium.
1: Yeah. So, there's your two player games for you and uh, whoever else you want to torture.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, on the final day of Epic Turn. Okay. The sad part is I don't want to put a category on the final day of Epic turn because the final day of Epic turn should be just to have fun with your friends and to enjoy the hobby.
0: So fun games.
1: No, not just fun games. Just have fun. Cause you already got 11 days of gifts. (laughs) No, no, but you gotta have, you gotta have something to have fun with on the last day. Okay, something to have fun with. If I, okay, sorry, go, I'm talking like, to my
0: hands, audience. You probably hear my hands hitting my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the
1: thing. How about the final day be one gift to rule them all? Yeah, Wait. the one, the the, the the big gift for you. Well, okay. I mean, well, or maybe just saying like,
0: you know, here is a uncategorized gift okay. that you and your friends can have fun with.
1: Mine is I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to let the listeners know. I'm going super expensive with this. I'm going out i'm going on the the outer outer limits of most people's price ranges like even myself i'm i don't even i'm not even thinking about it but
0: you're picking dark tower aren't you
1: uh, No, i'm not craig um <laughs> that is a great game though craig if you're listening i'm sorry uh <laughs> no hey dark tower a geek chic table <laughs> either a Sultan, a Hoplite, any of of those, any of them, no, that is a gift. Yeah. That it's not even a gift. That would be uh, the ultimate gift in my eyes for, from anybody, mind you. It's it's, it's like a $8,000 custom made table.
0: Yeah. And it's not even a gift just for any one person, but anyone who plays in that group gets to benefit for years Mm. off of this table because it, it, the, the, the geek chic furniture is it's, it's high-quality, handmade, solid wood, and it's absolutely geared and designed for the games that you're trying to play on it. It's it's really is incredible stuff.
1: It's not even just the tables. Like, I actually was looking into making the coffee table version, like at the I've been coffee been one.
0: I've been looking at their
1: shelving stuff. Their shelving stuff is amazing.
0: You know, like, I, I, I'm getting such a collection of games here now where uh, they're overflowing out of my china cabinet. Mm-hmm. They're f- the, I I have a four foot tall stack on top of my dining room table, uh, oh, the whole yeah. thing. You know, and those
1: are some of mine there too.
0: Uh, oh yeah, well, I, the, well I'm saying all the collections <laughs> mine because you have games here, Craig has games <laughs> here, Will has so. games, we'll games here. Games here. Yep. You know, and no, no,
1: I'm just saying is that yeah. Imagine and then there's stuff at each of our own houses that we haven't even brought in.
0: Yes, and there's so. stuff that we've had here that you guys have then taken home because we stopped playing it. You know, and so I mean,
1: <laughs> I, I need yeah. somewhere better to put it all. Yeah, so i mean i'll tell you this right now the coffee table um for card game players uh, you'll love it it has a uh typical it looks like a typical coffee table just from the outside but then it has a middle section that you lift like planks out of mm-hmm. and it has a very felt covered inside where you can play cards cards uh, war machines war would be great there uh it's too small for a war machine
0: Oh, well, you know what i 'm saying, like well, maybe not for the coffee table version, but for some, yeah. some
1: the bigger ones they have a bigger oh, version yeah. that 's the same way the The sultan does the same thing, yeah yeah, I think the hoplite does too yeah the hoplite you can get it customized, but basically, mm-hmm. this is in my opinion, this would be the final day if I walk into a room and see this i 'm going to probably have a heart attack get get back from the hospital, and immediately call her bail and roll some dice
0: yeah I, that would be that would be pretty amazing if I ever win the lottery i 'm going to like get a <laughs> A, a building and like deck out a floor with all of their furniture. I'm just going to pull them in. It's like, I don't care how much it cost. I want furniture for this all room. It. Yeah. All of it.
1: <laughs> all right. So that, that's mine, Brian. That is oh, my, and, my ultimate. And,
0: and I actually got to see one of those in person. I was uh, in California like at a certain company. Well, no, I got to see the ones at Gen Con, but I was in California at a certain company's uh, headquarters mm-hmm. and I they, is- and they had, uh, they had a library. <laughs> and their their company library has all these different books and everything else in there, um, all the things from you know programming books to you know Pathfinder, third, you know, and, th- and dd D anD D three 5 to and tons of different stuff, all, all the whole gambit. And they had one of like the mid grade tables there in the middle of the library that you could use to play at. Mm,
1: that's insane.
0: Yeah. So yeah, but it was it's absolutely gorgeous furniture.
1: But you've seen it in person, too, at Gen Con. They have them all there. <laughs> it, it was a little different, though. No, I know. It was I a know. little different to actually see it, like, in the wild. Yes. <laughs> you don't see them a lot. <laughs> oh, no. It's
0: like, it's like we, we, we sold a table in its natural habitat. Oh, my. Oh,
1: my. This must roll some dice on it.
0: Yes. I kept trying to open up the top, but I couldn't find the tool. Because <laughs> to actually, I actually have yeah. to have a tool, and I didn't know this from looking at Gen Con. There's a special tool that you have to push down in a spot, and it pops the top off. So uh, it's not its not just like free-floating.
1: didn't know that either, so that's... Hmm. Yeah. Because hmm. I was like
0: trying to pry it up. They're like, oh, no, don't do that. You have to get the tool. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Where's I just the want,
1: tool? Where's, where's the tool? I just want to look underneath. <laughs> All right, so Brian, what is your day one last day? Oh,
0: you set the bar pretty high there.
1: I'm sorry, I, t- I warned you. I warned you. <laughs> I was going to go with just have fun with your friends, but you know.
0: No, I mean, yeah, know, we're doing the 12 days. You got to have the 12 days, and then we're gonna have to then we're gonna have to figure out what our what our uh, pear tree is.
1: Um, assault and gaming table from Geek Sheet. There. <laughs> no, that, that's the partridge. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll figure out the tree.
0: Oh no! Actually, I'm sorry. That is the gift, and now we have to figure out what our partridge in the pear tree is. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And it's not the partridge family. That's just wrong. Oh,
1: uh, that's that's pretty wrong. Yeah. yeah so what's what's your last? What's the last day for you?
0: So if if I had to give somebody an elaborate gift,
1: sure. Let's go with that. I mean, uh, well, that's what you did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Like you said, I set that bar pretty high I, Yeah, I you, did. you <laughs> did So I'm like, damn
0: it, I just want one of those chairs now Or the tables And, and the chairs Man, you're going to have so much fun with bleeping pat- this episode with, with patented butt-hugging technology Mmm, <laughs> those stools yeah. Butt-hugging I've only ha- I've only have, I only have one bleep mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe two Um, maybe. I don't know I mean, there, there are so many other great games um, And some of them are just A lot of fun I guess I can't cop out and do like winning a lottery ticket. Can I?
1: No, no you can't, you can't cop <laughs> out and say you played the lottery.
0: <laughs> um,
1: we could actually just agree on this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to just have to agree on that one. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, nothing else would quite stack up to that in my head, but,
1: uh, <laughs> so geek, cheek, geek, cheek, furniture boom buy it for someone it would be the ultimate heart attack inducing gift yeah next to a crap ton of chocolate
0: note if you buy one for us we will record our heart attacks and post it before we die Um,
1: (laughs) we will not only record them we will send you photos yes yes of our medical bills
0: (laughs) (laughs) no uh they, they just make some incredible stuff and what's sad is you know we've named off all these really great games and there are some games that I actually wanted to give kind of like honorable mentions cause we didn't mention them at all. Okay. Um,
1: so one honorable mention, there's your pear
0: tree. I'm going to say like Sentinels of the universe,
1: Sentinels of the multiverse. Oh yeah. Multiverse. Oh my. That is one of, that is some of the best player versus the board game I've ever played. Yeah. I absolutely love that mechanic. I love the mm-hmm. system. I love, I love the fluff. I love the idea yeah that was that that's a great honorable we, mention
0: we, we just didn't have a category for a fit in but I guess if you're talking about something that you can just have a lot of fun with your friends in
1: mm-hmm.
0: eating up some super villain it's that one and you know with all the different expansions everything they've done with it they just they left so much room for it it's, it's just so a much fun. just really good game and I don't think it gets talked about enough
1: I don't think it does I, I definitely don't think
0: it I have does. at least two I have at least two more honorable mentions <sighs>
1: Okay, okay, I'll let you finish out. So we'll do partridge and a pear tree, so you get one more. No. Uh, 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 no, one more, one more, one more. Okay. One more. Our friend of the show, Corey Young. Oh, you're taking one of mine. I, oh, I can't believe this. Go he,
0: ahead. He, he has a big weekend this weekend coming up because it's the official launch party of his game Gravwell, Escape from the Ninth Dimension. Ah, oh, I can't believe you took this. Um, you know, and you know, it, the guy is absolutely great. Um, we're gonna have him on the show at some point in the near future, I think. But um, at least I, I hope, because mm-hmm. yeah, now now he's a big shot. He may not want
1: to talk to us. Uh, uh, he called us out on Twitter again, so oh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just, just like, th- you no. I, I, I don't think he's. I know. Up. I'm just giving. I'm giving him <laughs> hard time, man. Warriors I'm giving hard You're listening time to us. More call outs.
0: Yeah, nah, please, please. No, um, but yeah. Uh, just great guy and yeah, you know, we um i will met him at gen con actually i didn't get the chance but the game itself is absolutely incredible and i'm buying multiple copies as soon as it becomes available this weekend
1: yep it's gonna yeah can't yeah i'm I'm gonna be buying two copies myself one for myself and one for a friend so yeah that's a good on roll mention i like it yeah yeah so my honorable mentions, I have two as well. I, I actually do have a third, but it, it doesn't fit the partridge in a pear tree. Um, so one of my honorable mentions, and it it goes with the same name. It Actually, no, I would to change that. My first honorable mention is the game you and I discovered. Well, mm-hmm. scary, yeah. And I have got to play it. You haven't, which partially my fault. But Normally I yes. think... Mage Wars is an on-roll mention for a two player game.
0: Okay. Because I can say I mean if, by all accounts it should be an absolutely incredible game. And it's an arena combat game. With custom spell books. Yes. And I actually really think that's a neat mechanic where you, you don't have a deck. You just have a spell book. You have a spell book, you can play any spell in your book. Mm-hmm. And there's no randomization that way. And that that, that really leads up to pre-planning by making a good spell book and awesome strategy when you're fighting in the arena.
1: Because once you burn a spell, that's it. Yeah. So it's all about perfectly timing everything.
0: Yeah. So definitely a good one. I I do want to play that um, at some point. We actually got it not this last Gen Con, but the Gen Con before and And i've been buying every expansion that exists and and the fates have conspired and we have not had a chance to sit down and play against each other
1: no it's it's been one of the the bucket list items since Mm -hmm. last year
0: okay and that
1: will be things we'll be talking about on the next episode of epic turn
0: okay and now for your pear tree sir
1: and my pear tree this is a game that everybody has loved who's played it takanoko Okay, I have no idea what you are talking the, about. The panda eating game. The panda. Eating Why are you game? eating pandas? They're beautiful, <laughs> f- like feral creatures.
0: <laughs> they no,
1: eat talking, faces. I don't know. Tokenoko is also from Esme. Yes, and it is you are playing. Um, the, a Chinese emperor has gifted you. Well, has gifted the Japanese emperor a panda, and the gardener is taking care of the panda and is trying to grow grow bamboo, and the panda can eat bamboo it's a it's a unique game
0: yeah i know uh, everyone that i've talked to that has actually played it say they love it it sounds like i don't know very cutesy to me which is not
1: necessarily a bad thing but no it is extremely cutesy <laughs> but you know what I, okay uh jack came over and yeah. sat down and played at the end of it he goes where can i get a copy of this because i want to get it now okay and what he did is he immediately went on amazon and shipped himself a copy <laughs> that, that's
0: awesome i mean that that's a pretty good testament to it yeah.
1: um he, but basically you are it's just a fun you can play it in like 30 minutes to an hour and it's has a lot of fun strategy it's kind of fun to like like take the panda around the board and munch bamboo and it is completely cutesy and i'm not really selling it as well as i probably should but it is an absolutely fun four-player game
2: Mm -hmm. of
1: cultivating like growing bamboo and watching a panda eat it which come on right there Uh,
0: that's pretty cool that's pretty cool. now there's at least three games i want to mention just as like a lightning round
1: Oh, jeez, man. I know, we we keep, keep going.
0: We keep going. We keep going. And, and these things, let's don't get into them. Let's don't even bother describing them more okay. than more than like one sentence apiece.
1: Lightning round, Go lightning
0: around um, smash up. OK. Genre. It's a card game where you play conflicting genres of cards together, like fairy ninjas and you fight against dinosaur steampunk dinosaurs. Okay. And uh, yeah. that's it. That that's one it. Sentence that's it. Yeah. OK. okay. No, it's your turn. Or do you have oh, any? My.
1: Uh epic spell wars okay that was one of my other ones yeah my uh, arena uh, a card-based arena battle game where wizards fight to the death
0: with hilarious combos
1: with hilarious combos and flavor text yes go
0: um uh, uh,
1: love letter come on need the need the the sentence okay Okay. give them the elevator pitch
0: so you're trying to vie for the princess's affection by writing a letter and getting it as close to her as you can in the social hierarchy, and uh, the first person who gets her gives her three letters wins.
1: Blood Bowl, mm. managing a team of uh, a fantasy football team, literally fantasy. Yeah, as Warhammer in
0: 40k War- fantasy.
1: Well, oh, Warhammer fantasy. Oh, Warhammer fantasy. Yeah, sorry, fantasy, and the ability to scream blood bowl every time <laughs> you. Scream.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, let's see if I got any more here that are, are got one
1: more. You said you had three, so well, you
0: you took one of them. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think. If there's any other lightning round mentions?
1: Oh, oh, excuse me.
0: Uh no, that would not. I mean, it's a fun game, but it's it's completely casual.
1: All right. Well, your lightning round. Your I'm going to give you a countdown. Five, four, mm-hmm. three, two, one. Yeah, I'm going to let
0: it slide. There are so many other good games, though, that we could mention.
1: Well, then fine. I'm going to give the last one. Tokaido, a gr- it is uh, the Canterbury Tales in Japan that you play with your friends.
0: That makes no sense, but we're going to leave it there.
1: Good night, <laughs> <eye>, everybody. Anyway, <laughs> guys, these are all great gifts <laughs> ideas. To get your your fellow gamers this year for, you know, birthday, any of the major holidays here at the end of the year. Yeah. Or, you know what, eat just out of – Just because, birthdays,
0: bar mitzvahs. the
1: good nature of your gamer heart.
0: Yeah. And, Boom. you know, you can give me day seven anytime. What was day seven again? The gift bag.
1: Oh yeah, the gift. Oh, dude, the always welcome. We we accept payment and dragon shields.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I was gonna mention it. So, Twilight Imperium is one of those games that to properly cup, like to properly store it, costs more than the game itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should take pictures of that. But, anyway. Yeah. So, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode, close it out for us. But I, I I'm gonna give but, to- but, but there's like so much more to say. There is not.
0: There's always. We've only been stuff. at this for an hour and a half, maybe two. I don't know anymore. It's been
1: about two. Yeah. But here's the thing, guys. Uh, we have one episode left before we close out the year, which is going to be kind of a, a recap episode of 2013. Uh, Brian and Aaron, can I kind of get a little bit, not raw, but we're going to get a little bit real. We're going to talk about, you know, some of the failures we, we we met with Epic Turn, some of the pros we met, but some of the good stuff that came out of it. And what that's going to mean for the show into the next year. So plan on this at the next episode to be not necessarily about gaming, but where we would like to take the show and you can kind of get a feel of a little bit more about your hosts.
0: Yeah. And um, I, if you guys have any ideas of things you'd like to throw in the hat as ideas for 2014, you can do that.
1: Yes, you can. Please do that. You can Go through epicturn.com and hit contact us yeah, well,
0: yeah. And just just I think I think like, what is it, slash feedback?
1: It's slash feedback, yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't even remember anymore.
1: It's okay. Uh, but this, this then, year has been a blur, my brother. However, it's been a really <laughs> weird year, brother. So here's the one thing I can tell you is we do have a special guest lined up for our first episode of 2014. It is a mega super secret. Well, we actually have two awesome guests lined up for January. We do. I'm talking about the first episode, just the first
0: one. Just- well, we're gonna have to talk about who that is because we I think we both get to know that.
1: <laughs> it's okay. But here's the thing is we don't want to give them too much. But well, yes, we, maybe we, we can just have- record
0: them both and, and turn it into a double episode. Ooh, that'd be rough.
1: But no, we do have a mega that <laughs> uh, we have a mega super secret guest in uh for the first episode in January, and then a very strong stone-like guest. <laughs> talking about january as well so there's some clues to give you a hint at who we're going to be talking to
0: i apologize listeners it's late (laughs) at night and i'm a little delirious
1: (laughs) but seriously guys thanks for joining us for another episode of epic turn you can find our show notes which is going to be we're going to link out all the games we talked about to amazon well to the various people you can get it from most likely most of them we're going to be amazon let's be fair here amazon and cool stuff amazon and cool stuff and honestly if you don't go through these links to buy them, go to your local game shop and support your game stores. Those guys work hard. They provide you with your crack. Go and support your crack house. Yeah. Or your local game shop, whichever one. But I mean local game shop. But seriously, though, in the show notes, they uh, there's the a
0: business idea. Crack house. That's also a game store.
1: I don't think it's going to work,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it's still legal.
1: Anyway. Anyway, you will be able to find these show notes at epicturn.com forward slash episodes, forward slash 19. You can also follow us at Epic Turn. Brian can be found at Kelton. I can be found at Telshin. And just re- and always remember, you can you can like and subscribe to us on iTunes, plus you can also give us some feedback there. So we love seeing ratings. It makes us feel special.
2: <laughs>
1: it really does. You won't believe how many times we sit around and just look at the eight ratings and go, oh. They make us feel all warm inside. Okay, now that that's taking a little too far, man. I think that's just you. Oh. Anyway, guys, thank you, thank you, you so list. much
0: for listening again.
1: <laughs> and we'll be back next week for our recap of the year. Yes.
0: Until, Until then,
1: have a yeah.
0: Have a good one, guys.
1: Bye. Bye. else? Yes. So, more followers. Mm-hmm. They will be our near precious Holy, Holy crap. We've been doing this for two hours. I know. On that note, I am actually going to go to bed.
0: No, you are not allowed to sleep. We must record another episode right now. No, you can kiss my ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I am going to bed. I
0: don't so, know. I actually had a lot of fun recording this.
1: Yeah, this was good.